it's it's not a bad value, but the other ones like, come on, dude, ten dollars. You can't get a number one for ten dollars. Like, you can buy this. You can skip lunch that day. It's all right. You don't even have to mow ten lawns like you did with the hyperdrive bundle. You only have to mow like two lawns. If that, five dollars a lawn. What 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 lawns are getting? I'm just in this economy. In this economy, Fiat. I'm going on the lawn rates from when I was a teenager. This is a thirty dollar lawn mowing season. All right, you're gonna mow a lawn and be able to buy Radis and Ray. It's not 1997 anymore. God damn, my lawn. I wish my lawn guy was five dollars, but I'd have fucking grass all over my walls. I'd have ten lawn guys. Galaxy of Zeros, where four unqualified nobodies talk about starting a new Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes account. We only care about two things, helping new players wade through the sea of bad advice and mocking the ever-growing backpack Yoda culture. Welcome to another episode of Galaxy of Zeros, the best. Probably. Probably podcast for people who don't like scurvy smith oh that's that's mm, pain he's, he's not here so i'm yeah. in the right place <laughs> <laughs> oh also too soon too soon it's been like eight minutes instantly instantly it's, it's literally been less than a half an hour uh we have we have lost a a zero so i guess we're negative now but uh, Scurvy Smith mm, will not be one. joining uh, the podcast for the foreseeable future. So make sure to give I mean, him a lot not, of shit. It's it's not like he's gone. He's just he's got some schoolwork and stuff, and he's gonna be gone for the next seven or eight weeks. So it's not, it's it's a temporary hiatus. Nobody's ever really gone. No, <laughs> uh, he's still with us in our hearts. Somehow, I mean, when he's... he returns, you know, we have to <laughs> right. Somehow, <laughs> somehow Scurvy has returned. He's still playing Swaga with us, so we'll still be hanging out. But he just can't dedicate all the hours and hours of time he spent preparing for this podcast. And running a guild and having right. a marriage that hasn't fallen apart yet. So, While yeah. going to school. Right. See, no, he, he was, pre- he was pre- presented with an option. He could let one of three things go, and he chose not to let his marriage go. So good for him. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, could have made the wrong call. We don't know. I don't think so. So what, are we, uh, what, do you, what do we have in store tonight? <laughs> so we have some final thoughts on Ahsoka, and we'll try to get through that quickly because, I mean, did something happen in uh, Galaxy of Heroes this week? This last week, last two weeks, at the, at the time this comes out, it'll have been two weeks ago ish. Yeah, and the stuff will be gone. <laughs> it won't yeah. quite be gone. Uh, yeah, there we'll... is a groundbreaking pack that was released that we're or set of packs that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Guys, light speed. Am I right? I mean, <laughs> like, and it almost brings up like we almost have to do a bottom of the backpack from it because some of the posts are fucking hilarious too. So. Yeah, exactly. They really are. Um, we'll also do uh, Fieris's Easter egg hour returns along with some listener questions. Although I think all of the listener questions are about packs, so it might just end up getting talked about during the packs. We'll I, find out. I literally had to tell our listeners like no more light speed questions, and then one would ask one immediately after I said that. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Scurvy, what have you been doing lately? Good, Dark. good. That sounds fun. Dark. Cool. Uh, who's next? Uh, that'd be um, me. I'm Analyus, and uh, obviously everyone's excited about these packs, but I'm also excited because I'm done farming Levi. Yay. And it's all done. It's all done. And now I can like do something else with my brain other than just like wait on relic mats. <laughs> oh, you're, I mean, you're still going to be doing that <laughs> forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but now I can, like, do it with less Relic Mats. Like, I can get that dopamine hit from 1 to 2 a lot easier than, like, 7, like, 5 to 7. It was like yeah, I had no. a bunch of 5s that I had to take to 7s. So it was like, okay. You could always get Leia and get, like, 6 more Relic Mats if you wanted. Like, per yeah, like, se- like 8 more Carbonite circuit boards per month. Those, oh, man. God. I wish you're lucky, I had roll that. lucky. You know what? You could also get an Omicron after a couple years. I mean, I think so... they might have actually hot-fixed this, because when it was early in the morning, everyone that was posting was getting shit. Like me, I got one Omicron and like eight bronziums and Ewok yeah. shards, and that was it. Ewok shards! shards are the fucking character yeah. Thanks, that you CG. need relic Ewoks for. Yeah, fucking T-ball well, Give me a fucking out. break. Well, the problem is it's it's like zero to six of this, zero to two of that. Mm-hmm. Like zero is a possibility, so you can roll shit and get nothing. And like, guess what? You probably you could will. literally do it and get a pack of Ewoks shards, and that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, we were talking several episodes ago about like, is the Leia event going to be comparable to the Jabba one? And the answer is no. No, it's not even ten percent is good. <laughs> I, I would say, nope. I'd say it's about. 20, 10 to 20% as good as, as Smuggler's Run 2. Smuggler's Run is a static amount, and it's always great, and it's twice a month, and it's twice an event. Right. The, Not the only... once a month for one event to get an Omicron and some bears. <laughs> it's fucking like, I did man. it. I did the event, and then I was like, is that seriously it? You don't even get to do it twice? Nope. Not even and, then I, once. And, and then later I found out that it's once a month instead of twice a month. So it's like... Uh, I'm no, actually we, glad that I have Wicket so I can get the better event rewards, which is a couple Zetas that I needed. Yeah. I mean, but everybody can do that, even, even if you I know. It's just, it, it's so. just ridiculous that it's not even... Oh it's God. not that much better than the, you know... Two Zetas is... Two to four Zetas I, is pretty good. One Omicron and eight Carbonate Circuit Boards. You know what I just right. realized? I did the Tier 3 and then took a screenshot and went to Discord to bitch about the rewards, and I forgot to do Tier 2. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed the Zeta Mats. Oh, oh no. my goodness. So oh my I have to show you guys something um, because it's pretty fucking hilarious. And yes, audio medium, me sending you a cool screenshot of my uh, of my Discord chat. Oh, great. Is Bring it on. Pretty fun. But uh, this is fun. How about that? So uh, I don't even know who this guy is at this point. I, I messaged somebody in Discord on um, June 1st. Oh my and, god! And they just responded to me. Hey, how can I help? And, it, and and I'm like, I don't even remember who you are, dude. It's been four months. <laughs> See, thank you for getting back to me in such such prompt manner. <laughs> wow. You know, Scurvy. I bet he was concerned that our content would really drop without him. 
But rest assured, we will still talk about posting <laughs> Discord screenshots from June during our podcast. So have uh, no fear. You know what? I just it it literally just happened, and I was like, "Wow, this is this bears mentioning." So I'm furious. I am excited. <laughs> um, I I think at the time of the last episode, Venom and I had unlocked Leia, but didn't have the alt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got the alt now. I've got the full Leia. I almost have six Zetas. I'm missing one. Uh, uh, and and we'll talk more about the uh, the Zeta dead zone that we're all in now um, as a result of of light speed and other things. But uh, yeah, I have I have like a 47 Zeta backlog now of, of shit that I need to do. So that's fun. Um, I am excited about the light speed packs. Ilum went from. 341 million to 366 millions in the in the last week so a 25 million increase in the last week and most of there's that was in a, one there's, day there's like and, a yeah, chart most of out. that most of that was in like a day day and a half uh it's pretty pretty insane how much uh bloat I, i'll call it bloat because that's literally all it is at this point at some point yeah. it will pan out and turn into other things but like i went and i looked at our um our unit search thing on uh on swago.gg and we had like i don't even remember how many it was like 15 rebel or uh, resistance pilots with no mods on them yeah Um, and like (laughs) we just have so many fucking characters in our rosters now that are just sitting there with like no mods so there somebody put together the growth for everybody and um i think at the time what was Was it like was it 24 million? million And I think the highest one was, let's see, like Concord Dawn and Geonosis was at 30 and 31 million increase. Narshada went 24 million also. Like, even Mandalore grew 5 million. <laughs> <laughs> a few people were missing a ray. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, everybody everybody in the Senate was like, oh, this is, this is a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean the packs. We'll, we'll talk about them more later. Let's that, we'll save yeah. the packs for for discussion later because we're obviously going to do- dive deep into that in in just a moment. But um, yeah, I'm excited that uh, I'm excited that we're we broke 350 million and actually we Ooh. broke 360 million as well, which puts us into a precarious position in TW where we got yep. the absolute fucking worst TW matchup that I have ever seen. Like we've <laughs> Man, had some bad it. ones that we overcame. Um, we've to put it into perspective, Ilum has lost, other than this one that just happened, we've lost two territory wars in the last year and a half. Two. And one of them was to Korriban, one of our Senate guilds, and one of them was to a really bad, I, w- I would call the other one a really bad um, TW pity matchup from two weeks or two, uh, two or three they weeks They were ago. also like 500 million, weren't and they? And we almost won that one. What did we lose by 26 like 20, banners? 20, yeah, like, yeah. Ridiculous. Almost close. beat this team, and we were like, "Wow, that was a shitty match." And then this this week, after we we bloat twenty five million, we get put up against a five hundred million guild. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but they had something like a hundred and sixty five more GLs than us, forty four Rivas, and like fifty more like cap uh, GL capital ships than us. Like, yeah, it wasn't. Even, even, there was zero percent chance. Not even like. It's 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 our first blowout. We we have had no blowouts in the last mm-hmm. two years. We even the ones we've lost have been close. Um, we were able to you know at least make them sweat a little bit. Uh, w- this match was over as soon as we saw the front wall with all the Rivas on it. We were just like, this is this is not going to go well. So mm-hmm. 
we find ourselves in a pretty bad spot for the next two months until we unlock unlock Riva. We are unlocking Riva in two months though, which is nice. Um, yeah, that's awesome. We're up to 37 shards. We also went to 25 stars in Rote, which is nice. Um, that might even go a little bit higher next time, just because of all the bloat we just got. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, things are going well in every aspect other than TW, which is going absolute dog shit. So <laughs> we are now in that... I wouldn't say we're in the gauntlet yet, but it sure fucking felt like it, because we... We got sandbagged hard, and uh, and it it was it was not close. We lost by like ten thousand points, and that's just literally never happened. So that's what you're excited yeah. about getting our ass. I'm excited kicked? about the fact that we're we're in the real we're real boys now. Yeah, we're, that's true. We're in the we're in the real game. This is where we you know you get to we get to hate ourselves for playing Swaggo now instead of enjoying <laughs> it like those fucking clowns. <laughs> yep. Mm. Ah, but, uh, it sucks yeah, at the top. What the fuck? All around great progression. Uh, everything's going well. We just picked up a new player, one of our our longtime members for, who had been with us for about a year. Red Lou just just retired and picked up one of our listeners actually from the uh, uh, the Galaxy of Zeros channel. Uh, Fear itself just joined us, um, and we actually we thought we were going to take like a 500k GP hit, but uh, he ended up opening one of the packs just before he joined us, and we only lost 50k. So uh, we pretty much just staying on cruise control, and two weeks or two months away from Riva, everything's going pretty well, and we're we're about to have you know a billion rays and slickers, so that'll be fun. Yeah, so many rays and slickers eventually. Kind of. What? Well, Three we'll get to, to six the... months from now. Yeah, we'll we'll get to what my strategy is on it later. Um, uh, one thing I'll mention real quick about what I'm excited about. Um, <laughs> well, I find myself in this position where I can't even use most of the shit that I just got onto my roster. Um, so I, I've done this thing occasionally where it's like you hope people don't notice that you don't have the thing you're pretending to have. So like... <laughs> I haven't had the Qui-Gon Omicron, but sometimes I will set the Qui-Gon team. And then, like, look back, and every, like, three or four times, you'll see somebody sent, like, an insanely good team or, like, a GL at it because they didn't realize there was no Omicron there. And Do you sometimes so set dumb. clones with JKA lead and hope they think you have gas? <laughs> I might try Jesus that one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Tips and tricks on how to bamboozle your way to the top. Yeah, I feel like now I'm doing that with all the uh, Kylo and Resistance stuff. Like, okay, maybe they won't notice that there are no Zetas and no mods, and it's just a bunch of useless trash. But um, what I'm actually excited about right now is this Datacron set. Because if you know anything about my roster, like, this is a set designed for me. And just me, me alone. It is Rebels, which I think, like, three-quarters of my roster is Rebel. Uh-huh. Since I went Profundity and JML and Leia. Those are my first right. three GLs. Um, mm -hmm. It's Unaligned Force User, specifically Dark Side. I have Starkiller. I have Inquisitors. So I'm just looking at this Datacron set like, oh, man. I just, I need all of it. I need all of them. Oh, I also have this stupid-ass Akbar Omicron. Uh, so I got his level nine ready to go and it looks like that is like a turn meter loop. Like if the team takes a turn, they will not stop taking turns. 
So I've got that one. I got the Visus Mar level nine. I've got uh, the Drogon level nine for the Leia team. I'm so I'm pretty excited about the Datacron set. Not in level or not in uh, three versus three, but for that next five v five set, uh, it's gonna be a fun time. Yeah, the Datacron set it's it's pretty good. You can if you get the grit set for the Wookies, you can uh, you can use CLS to take out some some solid stuff so you can use isn't, to take out Reva. Isn't the grit Wookiee one from the previous set? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm sorry, because you were talking about light side and I was thinking about the entire light side set. Oh yeah, yeah. The <laughs> right. previous one is all light side, which is yeah. good for you too, so Yeah, so I guess the last two sets have just been all about you. I don't know why, um and I, I don't I didn't ask why it was it was an important thing, but I, I did take out a Reva with uh Wookiee Grit C L S yesterday, so that was cool. I don't know nice. why it worked, but it worked. Die, Reva, die. Yeah, I only uh, I only know... I think you can even do it without it if you're strong enough to kill GI instantly, but, like, the, I, don't, I don't know. Something about it makes it easier. I actually got really lucky. <laughs> I was just on cruise control after I saw how bad the matchup was, and I, yeah. accident, and I accidentally opened on Fifth Brother instead of GI, but I still came around back and killed him. <laughs> oh, wow. So it, it worked out. I didn't. I didn't actually open on GI, but I still. I still ended up killing GI and winning the fight. So Damn. that was good. I didn't have a grit cron for that fight, but I had like a hundred and eighty percent armor pen, and it still just <laughs> destroyed that Reva team. All right, so All right. we're going right into uh, final thoughts on Ahsoka. I don't think we're going to go into uh, as depth as we were with the scurvy, but maybe kind of just our our thoughts on the season as a whole. Do we want to put, like, not talk about the the seventh and eighth episodes individually, and just kind of talk about them as one? Yeah, yeah I, think I think we so. should talk about them okay. as one, well, and then I we can talk about the overall. I still have to talk about the names of the episodes because that's been my thing. Uh, episode seven: Dreams and Madness, and I I think by far the best episode name yet. Uh, episode eight: The Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like Which that is, one obviously a c.s lewis play which is kind of cool but uh yeah good good names um how'd you guys feel about those two episodes to end out the season um they were they were pretty good like this this the season was still great um these didn't detract from it they they still did a lot of good things but they the the peak was definitely like four or five Four and five, kind of. Yeah, these were not the best. These episodes were not the best the episodes. Um, there was a lot of things I liked about them, and I can't even remember which one seven and eight is specifically. Like they kind of mold together at this point. Yeah, you don't have to distinguish. But like, I will say that I've said this before, but there's there's such a noticeable problem in some of this choreography. Yep. And it's just disturbingly <sighs> bad. But when you see when you see someone good, like the first time in, in episode five or whatever, when Anakin showed up and you saw that he was badass, so that like he he wanted to be good with the lightsaber, like the actor did well, he did his his homework, right? He was fighting it as like a as an artist, whereas Ahsoka Rosario Dawson is she's doing the things, but it's all chore- choreographed, like you can tell. And then at the end, what the the reason I mentioned that is to mention that like. In one of these episodes, it was I think it was the last one. Ahsoka's fighting um, Elspeth, 
And Elspeth is a badass. And her fight scene is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And Ahsoka just sucks. Like, it's it's noticeable that one of them is doing choreography and one of them is, like, a trained martial artist that is, like, <laughs> capable of moving in a fluid way that feels, you know, intimidating. And, like, she's adding this pressure to Ahsoka. Well, Ahsoka, there's a few times that she she did the same, like actions with her lightsaber like five times in a row like when they were getting chased by the night night zombie fucking things and she's like all right i hold my lightsaber up and then i spin it on the other hand and then i back up a little and then i spin again and then and like that was the whole like minute scene and i was like this is the fucking worst choreography i've ever seen in my life i know i know which one you're talking about and it was it reminded me of the old like jesus we're gonna date ourselves but this super old meme of like the Star Wars kid, like just sl- like <laughs> swinging the lightsaber around just... in the room. <laughs> that is what it looked like when they're all sitting there trying to block like the lightsaber or the uh, blaster bolts. It's like, what are you? And she was like, doing? she was like making call outs, like do you know, like Sabine blasters. And I was like, this is bad dialogue. You don't I, fight like that. Like, I actually the... like that because it was like Ahsoka being like, ah. Sabine, st- stop trying to make lightsaber happen. Just use your fucking blasters. Like, I, didn't, I didn't feel like she was telling her to stop doing that. I felt like she was like, this is the next maneuver. Like it was a bad, I don't know, it sounded, it, it came across dorky. Because apparently Sabine is a badass with a lightsaber, you know, later on. So Yeah, apparently. I, I Maybe that is what it was, but I read it as her being like, Sabine, mm-hmm. please just I think... stop, stop doing that. Just use your. I was already an, I was already annoyed with the scene, so I was probably receiving it all <laughs> as like a stupid moment. This <laughs> is stupid too. Yeah. Um, what What else did you want to talk about with it before I go into it? Um, I don't know. That I think that it, overall, like the story wasn't bad. I think again, I don't want to be negative about it because it, it overall I liked everything that happened. Up until Sabine becoming Insta Jedi and like she achievement unlocked Jedi, right? Um, and I was fine with the the little you know oh, the Force pull the lightsaber and then she instant turns it on kills a guy. I was like okay whatever that's her get her like understanding grabbing her powers, but then she threw motherfucking Ezra, <laughs> and yes. I was like I was like nah that's that's it just it's like that didn't make no fucking sense. Well, yeah. it makes sense that her her force powers would come out in a moment where Ezra needed her. I mean, I, I kind of respect that part, at least. Yeah, I was fine with that part. And then, like, she's like, oh, no, I can you can jump, and then I'll push you. And I'm like, nuh-uh. You no. just figured out how to grab a lightsaber. Like, nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah. That's, you crazy? Luke was sitting there training with Yoda on a force planet, and he couldn't lift fucking rocks. But you're going to throw Ezra ten seconds after you grab the saber? No. Notice how she said, Ezra, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't jumping off that. You're stupid. He definitely could have saved her. Uh, right. I think one I of the other things. That, synopsis. One, one thing I also uh, I just think is funny that, that Ezra, like, I think it was episode seven. Ezra is like, um, Sabine tries to give Ezra a lightsaber. And he's like, no, the force is my ally. And, like, he starts using his force powers, and it's cool. And then he grabs a gun and starts shooting somebody. I'm like, bruh, what happened? <laughs> That's actually one of the things I wanted to talk about. But, like, basically, like, at this point, it, it, it's been 10 years since Ezra held a lightsaber, right? So mm-hmm. 
it kind of makes sense that he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to use a lightsaber anymore, and I've been, I've been getting along without one for so long that like I don't fucking need it. Yeah, but and then he's he makes still one. vulnerable to bullets. So and then he makes one and starts using it though. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, it's like I, I like that he did that. Actually, I thought it was cool that he's like, no, no, the Force is my ally. I'm gonna use like it was very um, like callback to Kanan. It felt like he was he was like is from the from the Rebels show. Kanan very much leaned into the Force is my ally type thing, and uh, it was it was cool to see that. And then but then he grabs a gun. And it's like, oh shit, the force is not enough. I need guns. So what is your, uh, what do you, do you have a rating for the last two episodes? You, I you would, can, I'm going to give them one. a seven. Seven for both of them. I, I, okay. Actually, because I can't really dif- differentiate right now which one's which, but I'm just going to combine, give them a seven, and it's, there's the things that I didn't like, but there was a lot of fun to it too, so. I, uh... Mine will be lower than that. I kind of hated it. Was yeah. uh, There were just... I mean, I think part of the problem is I think the stuff that I was most excited about was seeing where Balin and that whole storyline went. And it went nowhere. So oh man, it, that was weird. I was. It didn't go exactly nowhere. You you figured no. out kind of what happened with it, right? Yes, but that would have been like if they had made that the final scene in the second to last episode, and then in the last episode you actually get the payoff and he makes it like to where wherever Abloth is, and you actually get to see something happen. That would have been cool. Instead, it's like he's. Spent- I think it's just it's just an end of the season cliffhanger is all. Yeah, was. yeah. I think the cliffhanger was. I didn't, you know, some people didn't even notice the cliffhanger. So I know a I few noticed people it. I've... I just don't understand it. I don't. I, I, I. So do you want to explain it? Like it's something to do with that. You know, we've talked about this several times. The son, mm. the mother, the daughter, all that stuff. It's something to do with that. Right. Um, but I, I don't. I, I didn't so immediately statue, see it and and know what it was. The statues he was standing in front of, whenever they're panning out, the the father was behind him, almost as if like it was kind of this like. Um, that's who he is. And then you see the brother, which is the statue next to him. And then the, the daughter statue is broken. So yep. there's no daughter statue. And then you see Morai, the, the owl, like at Ahsoka. And that's that's the representation of the daughter, essentially. Like from some world between world shit. Um, but I, I feel like just they panned out and looked at the statues. And that was all they did for it. Which is a cliffhanger for some of us. Right, but if you're not a if you're not like super into it and not excited about that, a lot of people are gonna go, oh yeah, fucking Balin, what was going on? Now he's just standing there. What happened? He's he's gone. And then like Shin is like, hey, um, red dudes, I right? have a lightsaber. <laughs> so stupid. So what you doing? I, well, I do have to say, like, as much as I I like looking at Shin, I. <laughs> there's so nothing in her like she she didn't say anything meaningful she didn't do anything meaningful she always looks like like a little puppy that's like needs direction and needs love like she just does not seem badass to me yeah she fought she had good fight scenes like she looked like she did well in her training for it but as her character she was basically Balin's um question question board Similar to Elsbeth, who became Thrawn's question board, which it's just somebody there that when something happens, she can go, she can be the audience and she can go, what the fuck does that mean? 
<laughs> and then that person can explain it. Which is exactly what Elsbeth became. Is like Thrawn did something, and then the audience was thinking something. So Elsbeth goes, "So the audience thinks, what the fuck do you mean?" And then he would explain it. So her character had no depth at that. Like Shin didn't didn't have any depth to her because she was just the sounding board for him. Kind of that, your your description of that kind of reminds me of a SLC Punk quote where he's like, "I get it, but those guys in New York are never gonna get it." It's like <laughs> you need someone there to like be the the bridge between the people who don't know what the fuck is going on in the, in the, right. the main character. Yeah, and for the for the last thing on on Balin, um, I mean, it is cool what they're doing because what they basically did is they canoned, uh, canonized uh, Abeloth, right? Because in Legends, it was that the Mortis gods weren't originally from Mortis. They were from a different planet. And when the mother became Abeloth, they fled the planet. And so having the statues of the Mortis gods there, I mean, it basically confirms that this was the Mortis gods' original planet, which pretty much okay. brings Abeloth into canon, right? Like that was. But, but whole... I have a question for you then. Does that mean that the mother was a night sister? And that the Force and the Night Sisters use the magic of the Force because they they have some kind of connection there because this is a Night Sister planet. I don't think the Night Sisters had anything to do with her, but I didn't read all those books, so I'm not entirely sure. But I, I well, know I, I don't know either. Abeloth is there on this on this planet, basically. Right, but it's also a Night Sister planet, and if Abeloth, the mother, is the one there. And it's still on that planet. That's a Night Sister planet. It mm-hmm. would make sense that these Night Sisters that have a bunch of mothers have some kind of connection to that. Yeah, it would. Well, isn't it already kind of known that Night Sisters are, are essentially like force sensitive? They just use it differently or something. They call yeah. it magic, but like that's what I, that's what I'm kind of saying is like that may be because the force is derived or they're the embodiment of the force, the father, the son, and the daughter, or whatever. So the mother. Could easily be the embodiment of the Force in some other way, and that's what the Night Sisters are are using for their magic. Yeah, maybe it could we'll be. find out next season. Uh, we better, or we're gonna spend another eight episodes just talking about it. Like the thing it's that bothers me be... about it is Balin spent literally seven episodes where he's referencing this. Either he's staring up at the sky being like the sky is calling to me or like he's looking out over the horizon <laughs> and being like uh i something's calling to me or he's just talking about what they're gonna find there and they never find it they never do anything they're just like all right next episode we might find it that next would be episode, great find it. if he spends the whole next season just like wandering through the desert and doesn't find shit each episode he's like a mile closer just looking out and <laughs> towards <laughs> it his fucking dad, he's not coming back. Like That's what sucks, is that they probably had this great fucking idea and plan for Balin in the second season, and it to be like this big focus with, with Ahsoka and Balin and Shin, all of them trapped on that planet. Well, what do you do now? They've got to recast him, right? I mean, right, they yeah. got to, but like, man, that's going to be a weird recast. Like, he was very... He was very... Um, I, he, he just seemed very identifiable in that po- in that position. Maybe they'll find something. I'm sure they'll you, do it. They but. should recast him with... Um, do you remember the guy that was like the politician that was waiting on 
um, on Sabine in the first episode as she rode away uh-huh. on her speeder bike. It could totally just be that guy. Like that. You guy know what it's gonna be? A lot like Ray Stevenson. It's just gonna be Andy Circus. They're gonna put makeup on him, <laughs> yes. and he's gonna fucking act so well. And goddamn, Ray's back. Well, yeah, they just throw a beard on him, and he's like, "Oh man, I thought Ray was dead." Well, <laughs> it's gonna be the best Jedi or fallen Jedi, whatever ever. They have. I mean, if they wanted to go that route too, they could. They could recast him by not showing the rest of his journey because Abeloth kind of like consumes people and like transforms people once they are like empowered by her, from what I understand. So they would have like a, you know, a a reason that makes sense to have him recast and look different and probably be like malformed and, and looking some kind of crazy way. But that was like the least of my issues with this episode. Um there, there were just so many little things. It felt like a, uh, it felt like a fan film almost. When you're like, when you're talking about the choreography. Oh God, like, the choreography the was stuff. Tr- and then again, there was <laughs> Sabine did a roll again. Stop rolling. <laughs> Stop rolling. Stop roll. There's no, there's no strategic reason to roll. Okay, <laughs> you're not like. This is dumb, dumb as shit. You're not getting under a door. It's like which it's also like, would. It's like Stuart from Mad TV. Look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, exactly. Why did you roll there? God damn it. But I think the problem for me is it combined two things that are like my own personal things that drive me fucking crazy when when movies do this. So one is when they sort of like, whenever they do something that takes away from like the power of like previous stuff that's been established um like the sequels were terrible at doing this um so for instance this ridiculous jump right like anakin is obviously much more powerful than ezra right right if he could have jumped a third of that distance he would have cleared obi-wan by like a football field so it's like well, so he, wait. he had to get close to Anakin though. It wasn't about just jumping over him. He was trying to cut him. No, I'm yeah, saying it wasn't, it wasn't I'm saying high jump. It if, was something different. If Anakin could jump as far as Ezra did, he would have cleared Kenobi by forever. Like yeah, but Anakin he can jump like what is he doing? Jumping over back and forth. He's got to cut the motherfucker. No, the the whole point wasn't that Anakin couldn't get to the high ground. It's that he didn't understand the importance of it. Yes, yes. It, it was it was a judgment call, not a lack of power. You must learn. It was Anakin. A, it was a judgment call to land right next to him instead of like ten feet away. He didn't. He got he cut in the air. Arrogant. He was being arrogant, and that's he was, my point. Like, why didn't he jump yeah. 50 feet over the top of his head? He was Anakin. He thought nobody could fuck oh with him. Oh, my God. But I think that's a different discussion. <sighs> Anyways. But I understand what you're saying. It's, it's, it, it, messes, it, makes, it confuses your perception of the Force. Of the, like the-, the universe that you're in, people be like, oh, but it's all a fake universe. The universe has rules. And yeah, it like needs the- to continue to have those rules so that you can enjoy things and, 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 and like get get enthralled into that universe if it doesn't have rules and it doesn't make sense you can't enjoy it so whenever you break the rules and change the rules constantly it does get like to this point where you're like okay so you can just do whatever you want like i need there to be like some kind of like 
that didn't work, and it's okay that it didn't work. I think mm-hmm. they did do that a couple times in this season where where people failed, and that was okay. But there needs to be a limit. You can't just keep pushing the power level up. This isn't Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yes. You know, like, this fuck, his power's over 9,000. Level logo. 7 spells are stupidly broken. Well, ironically, what this stupid-ass scene reminded me of was Critical Role. Because, like you said, it made no sense. She's like, uh, yeah, just run and jump, and I'll throw you. Like, she just, like, potentially sent the galaxy back into war to find Ezra. And then she's like, hey, Ezra, go jump off this fucking cliff. Like, wait. Yeah. Wh- what? You've never, yeah. you've never even tried this before. Why? And, like, Ezra should have been like, I don't trust you. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely not. I ain't seen you in 10 years. <laughs> you just grabbed the lightsaber the first time. I'm not doing that. Yeah, you jump, way, you idiot. You, you tried, jump with the big jump first. You tried the way, using a lightsaber first... and Ahsoka told you no. I'm not trusting you. What are you talking about? By the way, the first time she sees Ezra and, and he's like, how did you get here? She's like, it's not important. AKA, I was an idiot, but I don't want to <sighs> talk about it. Oh, you yeah. know, I... I, I I can't stand that scene and everything, but I did like what Ahsoka's little speech whenever Sabine came back and she's like, you're not mad at me? And she's like, well, Anakin believed in me every time and was always there for me. And I made a lot of stupid decisions or maybe hard decisions, right? And then she was like, but he was always there for me and I'm always going to be there for you. I was like, man, I disagree with, with her dumb fucking choices but i really liked that from ahsoka that she was trying to embody that that like anakin always believed in her and it just felt really it it felt really good for her as like to her master and and back and i think it was kind of neat that they kept adding in hayden christensen all over the place (laughs) yeah um he just he just recorded videos for ahsoka and she it, it just it was really cool that they built that connection with her and anakin in the live action um, which was already there, but it, it shows like the the somber reality that she faces, and has to deal with of like she knows who he is now, and and there was just so much good about him. So I, I think it adds depth to Anakin, which not that we need more fucking Anakin, but I like the depth of Anakin as a master, which hmm, I guess he never was, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, ironically, <laughs> all the parts where they're standing around talking. Like when uh, Ezra was building his new lightsaber, I liked all of that stuff. It's when they started doing things that really pissed me. Right. So can you guys just stay there to to finish? Can't my you guys just sit down and talk longer next seriously, time? Seriously, <laughs> like just take a take a page from Andor. All right? Let Hugh Wang have a whole episode. <laughs> all right. So, you know, it's it's actually quite funny that we're talking about Star Wars and we're saying we enjoyed the dialogue and we didn't like the action. So. <laughs> what okay. a fucking weird turnaround. Sorry, DV, go ahead. Yeah, I have to finish my stupid point on this jump because, like, the other thing that bothers me <laughs> is when... This jump. Is when, um, like, your world or universe has no respect for gravity. <laughs> like, gravity always wins, okay? Like... What what are we doing with these characters that don't take gravity seriously? Like, oh yeah, just jump across this fucking football field length and up. By the way, it was like fifty. They feet didn't higher. need to make it that far. No, there's they no could have been a reasonable distance. It didn't have to be force ridiculous. But you said it was like D and D, and it exactly reminds me of um, the critical role, the first campaign where Keyleth dies because. She's like, oh, spoiler spoiler alert, by the way, if you're watching uh, <laughs> Legend of Vox Machina, um, where, you know, it's, it's a D&D campaign, so, like, your literal life isn't at stake, right? 
And she's like, eh, whatever, I'm going to jump off this 1,500-foot cliff because I'm a god. We're gods. So she jumps off the cliff. And she hits the rocks in the bottom and dies. And that's how her character dies. And it's like, it felt like that, but there was no payoff. Like, Ezra should have just fallen and died. And then Sabine turns around like, oh, shit, um, maybe we shouldn't have done that. No, no, I mean, in that scene, maybe, but they shouldn't have done that at all. Ezra didn't need to die. That would have been the stupidest <laughs> fucking the thing best. that ever happened. He just that would have been hella dumb. But he <laughs> dies from falling. Like, well, that was stupid. Sabine. We just ruined the galaxy so I could throw this motherfucker on some rocks. <laughs> no, that would have been terrible. They should have just not made the gap so fucking far. Yeah, which, by the way, you want to know what the worst movie of all time is? Yes. Frozen. I hate no. that movie. It's, it's let it definitely go. not the worst movie of all time. You're crazy. Okay, you you want to know? What have you seen Hannibal the Musical? <laughs> I have. You know, I missed that one. That one's made by the South Park creators. You should watch. Have you it. seen it's... The Covenant? <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> in Frozen, you have any, like, have you seen yeah, Highlander I, two? We don't need to talk Man. about the plot of Frozen. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I have to bitch about Frozen. Okay, maybe I don't. <laughs> do you have any lasting thoughts about these episodes or do you want to give it a score frozen stupid i like a five let it go let it go <laughs> all right so i don't have too much to say about it i i definitely i wasn't wowed by it uh i enjoyed it i i like you know i i like except for the fact that when like like jj abrams will set up like amazing cliffhangers and then the next director completely ignores them i don't like that kind of cliffhanger but um i do like cliffhangers and i think this up this this these episodes did leave some cliffhangers for you know stuff that we know and and hope is going to happen in the next season Mm -hmm. um there were a couple of things that i that kind of I, i felt strongly about um one is I was very disappointed when the night soldiers, the night troopers started dying and they didn't explode in a puff of night sister smoke. That was kind of <laughs> disappointing. I was like so hoping that would happen and be like, oh, yay, we were right. And then like they just died like normal people. So I was like, maybe they weren't night sister zombies. I know. I was really like, OK, so y'all brought them back this just this one time. So I guess they was real. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but the, I was expecting them to die like Mar, whatever Mars, Marlock. I don't remember what the fuck his name was. Marklar. Marklar. Yeah. <laughs> Marklar. Die in a puff of night sister smoke like Marklar did. So uh, the other thing I felt, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but like Min was talking about how badass Morgan was. Did anybody else feel terrible for like Morgan's character arc just ending immediately after she got everything that she ever wanted? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like, I, I, I was Morgan. You just got fucking Talzin's blade. Your you your eyes look badass now, and you're like super powerful. Oh, but you're dead. Sorry. It's like, it's like finding the best weapon in the game in like the room before the final boss battle. You're like, well, it's now I don't get to use it. The game's over. <laughs> yeah. What what was super funny too? <laughs> Morgan's like all prepared to like stop Ahsoka and Ezra and and and, and Sabine. She walks down there. She's like, I'll hold them off, essentially. She gets down there, and Ahsoka's like, y'all go, I'll fight. And she doesn't even attempt to stop the other two. Weren't you supposed to hold them off? You didn't <laughs> even true. try to hold those two off. What the fuck are you doing? But, yeah, it does suck that she um, she gets everything ever. And then I did like her like when, when Thrawn was like, for the Empire. And then she was like, um, for Dathomir. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was cool. That was cool. That was cool. The other thing that I didn't like was 
when Ezra showed up yes. on, on whatever, and he's just <laughs> like, hey, guys, I'm back. And everyone, nobody was like, where's Ahsoka? Where's Sabine? They're just like, oh, my God, it's Ezra. It's, hey, what's up? And he's like, what's up, yeah. ladies? No, you so don't, like, girl. <laughs> that felt so weird, where he wasn't, like, sad that he had left the people that, like, he was just like, sup, I'm back. What's going on? Like, that felt really, really off. The worst part about that was he just, like, I understand he put on the armor to steal the ship, right? But he just traveled literally from another galaxy, and he shows up at the center of the galaxy in Coruscant, and he's still wearing his helmet. Like, why is your helmet on? You, you just, you flew from the galaxy. <laughs> so fucking true. Like, what? He's like, why is your armor on? Like, what are you First doing? of all, it made sense why he also, was on how, the Empire ship. How did but you make it all the way to the command center of the center of Coruscant in a stormtrooper outfit and no one stopped him? Yeah, especially because wasn't that the same kind of ship that, uh, that Balin snuck onto the other that ship? Was the same, that was the ship. Literally that was the same the ship. ship. So they're like, okay, what happened? All right, this specific type of ship lied and said they were friendly landed and killed everybody and like four days later another ship comes in it's like yo i'm friendly let me land and they're like okay right and then how did the like thrawn let you get away you're telling me you snuck onto the thrawn ship and stole that specific super ship that is obviously unique to all other ships and thrawn didn't see that as an asset to take a look at you just got away he was ezra he rolled ezra. he rolled 20 on his stealth check yeah, he kept his helmet on the whole time. He's like, they'll never catch me. Yeah. I'm still hiding. <laughs> I, I don't. I just don't understand. Do you not have to pee at any point? Like, I, I just. Well, if they it, are, if the night troopers are zombies, I bet the inside of that suit smelled really bad. Oh, man. <laughs> yuck. I know. I just don't. Un- like, was it supposed to make it suspenseful? Like, everybody knew who was under the suit. So it just made it dumb. Like, I felt like the zombie part actually turned out to be really stupid. Like the way they did it was so dumb. We didn't need to have them come back to life. Like I thought they were already zombies. It would have been cool if they just didn't drop, and they just kept coming back up. And it's like, why aren't they dropping? Something like that. But they all died, and then they waited for everybody to die, and then they're like, okay, now they're on the other side of us. All right, you guys ready to wake up? Yeah. Blah. And then. They chased him upstairs and the door closed and that was the end of it. What the fuck was the point? I feel like that was a repeat of like a Game of Thrones episode, except for not as cool. That, yeah, it, it felt like it was a very like um what's the word? It was it wasn't unique in any way. It was, Underwhelming. It was cliche. Cliche kind of scene. And it was like, okay, well, we all knew what was gonna happen. There was actually no danger. It was just a stupid scene now. Yeah, that's a good point about the Game of Thrones thing because, like, if you're gonna do that scene, like, you're basically you're mimicking like the hard home scene from Game of Thrones, right? right? Like, that's a that's a pretty high bar to be trying to like mimic. So, I don't know. It it fell a little flat, but that was like the and least also of my, especially because I think hard home happened like early enough in Game of Thrones that you didn't realize it was like a magical wizard show yet. Like crazy <laughs> shit hadn't started happening yet. That's there were no space wizards in uh, right. Game of Thrones right. at that point. But uh, so yeah, what? Overall, what do like, you give it? I don't know, man. I it didn't feel any worse than some of the other episodes, so I, I'm just gonna kind of stick with what. It, surprisingly, I'm giving a higher score than some of you. 
Uh, although I think your guys' scores were like all over the spectrum for the whole season, but uh, I'm gonna give it a six and a half. I mean, I, I, it yeah. was it was good. Uh, it's Star Wars. I'm happy with Star Wars. Um, I enjoyed yeah. it. There were things in it that excited me. There were things in it where I'm like, I I really felt like I'm not. I think they set up a lot of good cliffhangers to where I, I was hoping there would be more excitement from these episodes, but instead they passed it on to the next season. So hopefully right. that makes the next season more exciting. So so um, just real quick then, let's run back through overall of the entire season, because that was just the two episodes. Overall of the entire season, are you happy with it? Are you, where do you want it to go? Not necessarily where do you want it to go, but what do you rate it out of like the entire season as a whole? Because... There was, a, there was some ups and downs, and I'll just start first. Um, I'm going to give the entire season about, oh, man, it's like an 8.75. It's almost a 9. <laughs> um, I, I And that's mostly because I think the structure of the season was, was good. Eight episodes, they did a lot of stuff at the beginning to intro people. They had a travel episode. They had your big hype episode with the stuff that you really wanted to see in the fanfare. Thrawn showed up. Ezra showed up. Ending, big cliffhangers. It was structured well. It was fine. Um, I feel like they left out some important time for Balin and Shin, and I feel like they should have gotten a little bit more love, and I feel like Elspeth kind of got thrown to the side as well. The choreography was garbage, um, unless they were already good. But overall, the this, this story, like Fierre said, left a lot of good cliffhangers, and I'm excited for where it's going to go. So about an 8.75 for me. But what do you guys, what do you guys think? I would give it an eight overall. Um, mm-hmm. It's no Andor. Andor is still the best Star Wars thing to come out from Disney. Um, Agreed. Andor was so much better in so many different ways than this. Like there were exciting parts of this season, but I feel like Andor kept the the energy level up up at nine and ten the entire time. Where this one peaked at nine and ten, but didn't quite keep it there for the whole time. Um, I uh, yeah, totally. Right around, right around Mandalorian for me. Um, it's definitely better than Obi Wan. It's definitely better um, than Book of Boba Friend. Um, so it's like you know, it's it's up there. I, I would I would say there are. It's it's hard to compare it to Mandalorian because we've gotten three seasons of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, Mandalorian is more um, memorable. So I, I would put it just slightly behind Mandalorian in terms of how much I liked it compared to some of the other shows. I think that if you watched Clone Wars and you're a big fan of Clone Wars, that would be the reverse. Um, but I could totally understand how Mandalorian could be like it was. It was man, the first, especially the first season, so good. Second what season. What did this? What did this show have that can compete with Robo Grogu? <clears throat> um, absolutely gas. nothing. Yeah, gas and cat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just correct. Gas was such a cool like that that and actually Little Snips was better than Rosario Dawson like that was amazing and and as far as just like I would agree that Andor is overall just a better it's just a better show it's just a good it's it's a good show in general it's great Star Wars but there was like moments like you said in this one and one of those moments was in that episode five when Vader's flashing and like. Like that shit was fucking cool. The, the the imagery was was amazing. They did a lot of really cool stuff here, um, but yeah, Andor was definitely it was peak. Yeah, like I said, this this show peaked at Andor, but it didn't didn't stay there the whole time. Yeah. What about you, Vivi? I mean, I don't know about a a numerical grade, but I think it is it is up in the top pantheon for me with uh, 
with Andor and Mando season two and 2.5. 2.5 just being the fucking Boba Friend episodes that he took over. That's, <laughs> that stuff was awesome. But I see Man- Mando season two, like I think that the only reason that one is so good is the ending. I think yep. Mando season one overall was better. Probably, but you know. You know what I mean? Like as a whole. But yeah, not, not to d- dispute that. but Yeah, I think it's up there. And I think what they're setting up and where they're going it kind of seems like they are they are for if i had to guess it seems like they are establishing these legacy characters as basically like the pantheon of the world like like anakin ahsoka they're gonna essentially like immortalize our Mm -hmm. you know our favorite characters as like the gods of the universe going forward is what it seems Mm -hmm. like they're kind of on the path to doing yeah, if this show had had been the first one to come out after the sequels, um, it probably would feel stronger. But I feel like Mando Mando is the show that revitalized this entire franchise. I agree, and and that for for that reason, it's always going to have like a place in my heart. This one, um, I mean, especially after Andor, I mean, we've got high, we've got high expectations at this point. So that's prob that probably has something to do with why i feel that way about it. mando revitalized this entire fucking um star wars world in like six minutes <laughs> like at the intro and it was like wee, wee, and you're like oh shit and then he chopped that dude yeah. up in the door and he fucking beat up all these people and, and then he said that line of like i can bring you in warm or i can bring you in cold and everyone was like fuck yeah let's do some star wars you know like it was fucking cool like that was you were hyped right there I mean, they tried to kill it with Kenobi. They tried real hard, but uh... no, they tried to kill it with Book of Boba Friend. <laughs> I, I, that was he—he—he. I honestly I don't think get into Kenobi it. was was worse. I liked little Leia. I hated that Kenobi was there. I thought that should have been a Cal Kestis story. Do you remember when they had like the secret underwater entrance to the base that existed only so somebody could break into it, and like they didn't have a camera set up there? That that was no. Crazy. I tried uh, the only you know, the only time I watched any more of that show than the first time through was when I watched like the first twenty minutes of the last episode again. Right. Because that show was just an excuse to make the first twenty minutes of the last episode. Yeah, it was a hundred percent. And then and like I remember watching that, I was like, oh yeah, that's cool again. And then it ended, and I was like, I'm turning the fucking shit off of this. Click. And I went and watched Wally or something. I don't know. Anything was better than that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was not great. Any last thoughts, comments, concerns, questions about Ahsoka before we move on? I think we got it all out. When is yeah. the show? I think it was good. It was memorable, and it was uh, it was it was good Star Wars. It left off in a good place too. I feel like Ahsoka and Sabine being stranded with Balin and and Shin is leads to us to stay away from the rest of the universe for a little bit. So I'm excited to like not like to see where they do there. What's the next show that's coming out? Is it um, Acolyte? Acolyte. Okay. I think it's Skeleton Crew. I could be wrong, but I think it's Skeleton Crew. What the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is the like uh, Jude Law, like Goonies in space thing that they're doing. Okay, well that didn't help me in any way. What's going on in the Star Wars version? <laughs> that, of that? How did that not help you? That that was a vivid picture of what this is going to be. That is all I, I know can about see it. all of who's, what that is, but I don't know slot. how it relates to stars and wolves. 
Who's bringing the Rocky Road and Baby Ruth? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to do the, the... What is that shake he does? Uh, what is that, monster? The, 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 uh, the, the shuffle. Um, the shuffle. What's his name? Um... Oh God! What is what the fuck is the kid's name? You know, it's um, been a bit. Uh, it's it yeah, it has been a bit, and it's probably way beyond half of our listeners. They're like, "What the fuck are these morons talking about? We weren't born in the 30s." <laughs> <laughs> the, 30s. the truffle shuffle. The truffle shuffle. Yes. I knew it. Uh, I chunk. Did. I mean it. Chunk does the truffle shuffle. Chunk does it. Yeah. You know what truffles? Will... You know truffles are found by pigs. I did know that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I um, a- anecdote time. I was <laughs> on vacation back in July this year on the East Coast, and I introduced that scene. I don't know how much you guys remember the Goonies, but the scene where Chunk and Sloth are like locked in a closet together, oh, and shit. Chunk is trying to get the Baby Ruth bar over to Sloth, and he like drops it last second, and it falls on the floor, and tr- and and uh, Sloth just like starts screaming. Um, mm. My my niece and nephew like replayed that scene over like fifty fucking times, and they were like laughing hysterically the entire time. <laughs> nice. Such a good movie. Good times. Good times. Oh man, if you haven't seen the Goonies, I mean, you could watch it. Hmm. I don't Speaking know. If it, of I think good it holds times. up. Yeah. Does it hold up? I, it's hard to say because it's you know we're 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 gonna have a little bit of nostalgia goggles, but right. maybe it holds up. Give it a shot. All right, so are we going into Fierce's Easter egg basket next? What? No, we have light speed packs. Oh, okay. Although, so we're doing I, another another main segment. Okay. I think we need to explain how this. I mean, really, it was Chaos Week, right? Would be a better way to describe it, because it didn't start. Yeah, I, uh, we can start off with a little explanation of what happened to, that we think that led to these being released. <laughs> Bullshit. So, Motherfucking bullshit! Fucking CG. Ben has some thoughts, I think. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of bullshit that happened. I'll talk about part of it, and you guys talk about the rest. But essentially, the part that pissed me off the most was uh, (laughs) Conquest released, and it was basically unplayable. Yeah. And it started with the first mini boss, which was Gamorian Guard or whatever, and. He was acting like the Gamorrean guard from Sea Pit. It was almost like there was a Sea Pit <laughs> fucking mini boss Dude. in the first fucking zone of hard conquest. And people were just losing their shit over it, understandably, because it was just like, it was one of those things where I think he, he was scaling with like, if you did like 20% damage to him, then he got like 800% attack speed and just took like 57 turns and killed you. And it was just it like was horseshit. And there were some teams that could beat it, just like you could cheese C pit with some mm-hmm. damage uh, damage immunity on GK. That same sort of thing was the only type of team that would get past it, where you could throw damage immunity on someone who had taunt, and then the the Gamorian would just hit that guy over and over again, and then you'd get a couple hits in, and then you'd hit the guy over and over again, and finally you'd you'd be able to get some damage through and beat him, especially if you had some good. Not that anybody had like good discs at that point because it was the fucking well, it was like, sector one mini boss. Sector we'll, one mini boss, like we'll yeah, nobody had shit for that. Like if if you had had a, maybe a caustic emissions on him or something, maybe that would have gotten people through it easier. But um, anyhow, it was it was utter shit. It was a full twenty four hours of just utter shit. They put a hot fix through. I don't think the first hot fix fixed it at all, and no, then finally didn't. they fixed it. 
and it was just like driving people nuts. Everybody was up in arms. I, I'm honestly, uh, it, it turned me off to the entire conquest. I'm at like 300 right now. I don't even know yeah. if I'm going to hit the 450 box because I was just like, fuck this. So yeah, it, that it was, was that really, was... really upsetting to me. I mean, it's already a grindy mode, and then you made it like unplayable. Yeah. On top of that, what else? Does anybody else want to talk about other stuff? Or you want me to talk well, about like the well, Leia, the there Leia was about unlock? a month and a half worth of bullshit coming from CG. It's like every single thing that got released, there was a new problem. They unaccelerated Boosh like a month and a half ago accidentally when GL Leia came out. And then yep. they finally fixed that. But then they fucked up the Jabba ult journey. Yep. You couldn't get enough Jabba ult tokens for a month. People had finished Jabba, were literally about to play their last get, last match, and they fucking put an update out, and they couldn't get it for a month. You were sitting at 10 out of 12. Yep. I mean, absolutely... When, um... Stupid shit that should have been fixed super quickly, and I don't want to sit here and make this a CG hate fest because I can get really fucking fast into that. But it's just it's stuff that was like not good. They should have been able to fix this stuff, and they kept releasing more and more, and it was never like yeah. You just the, felt like they were pushing stuff out and not fixing things that were obviously easy to fix. The Leia mission came out, and it was completely fucking tuned wrong. I lost. I yep. don't even remember. Yep, yep, yep. I lost. Um, I don't even. I, how many tickets did I lose? Ninety. I don't know. I At lost least. fucking ninety to a hundred and twenty uh, GL tickets because everything was like completely overtuned and like impossible and like right. people are you know trying to unlock Leia on the first day and like they couldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean people so had R nine boost and they were still failing. Yeah. It, it it's just there was even, a series of clusterfucks. To be fair, even the first mission is still hard like uh i I, it's not just the boosh mission actually the first mission is pretty fucking rng and Hmm. uh we figured out some ways to get past it obviously but it was the second one but yeah oh yeah it would i can't even remember at this point i've put it out of my mind but it was like (laughs) i i will say you know we've had conversations before about what the for the worst unlock is I don't know if you can compete with fucking losing GL tickets on unlocks. Like that's that's almost no. worse than spending two hours beating your head against the gas event. No, Feels no, th- there's no comparison. There's no compare. I, I, it didn't matter if I spent all. You losing GL tickets is is, man. When you lose GL tickets, you're like fuck. I literally wasted those tickets. Yep. There's there's no getting them back. It's not like oh dang I get to try again. No motherfuck. I have to wait probably a day. To try again, unless I want to spend a bunch. And, like, it I'm just actually, sucks to... I, I've only dropped one fight ever in GLs, and I'm pretty okay I was with super pissed. <laughs> making the GL events difficult, but if you lose the fight, you shouldn't lose the tickets. Like, that, that I think that would be a good solution to it. I'm, I'm okay with the challenge, but I, I'm, mm. I'm not, not okay with wasting resources. I don't, I don't even mind it being difficult. It just... It, it should be doable at the requirements. Well, it... Also, there's you a sh- difference between like it being difficult, like oh, you need to mod this certain way, and you have to like use this strategy to solve it. That's different than it being like, oh yeah, you go to phase two and it's just RNG. Like sometimes you'll good die, luck, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter what you do. Like sometimes you're dead, sometimes you're not. Cool. That's that's a lot of fun. Right. Uh, I do want to ask Fierus about conquest though, because Fierus is a fellow Leia haver. Um, 
And I'm going to be completely out of touch, but I did not have the Conquest stuff affect me at all. I didn't even know it was a problem until like two days later when I saw the YouTube videos popping up of everybody, everybody screaming about it. Um, but I think it's just because I got the luckiest data disc drops I've ever had. My very first disc was a blue Ruthless Swiftness. And my next two were blue VA, blue AA. And then the capper was a green thermal exhaust. So it was like literally the first time I sat down to start Conquest, I had a full data disc set. It was ridiculous. I've never had anything like that happen before. Um, But then the other thing is, on all these nodes that were a problem, they had the feat for win with no Sith, Jedi, or unaligned Force users, right? So I was like, oh. So you were using uh, Leia. I was like, yeah, Leia. Leia can do these feats. So I was just like, do, 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 minding my own business, like just using Leia on that and just knocking it out without a problem. Then like, oh. oh yeah, Jabba, oh, Jabba's my go-to for no Ufu, no Jedi, no Sith. So I, I yeah. mean, usually that's okay. I, I honestly, I've been super checked out on Conquest in the last like week. Like I, I didn't even start Conquest till like five days after it started, so... I, I missed out on all of the bullshit, but honestly, I, I wouldn't say I missed out on it because I I didn't do it because of the bullshit. So right. I didn't want to do it. It wasn't. That. It wasn't. wasn't it was frustrating. And I'll be fine. Like I, I'm not going to unlock in three months like I have the last two, but I'll still unlock in four or five months probably. But all of that is to say why we think that they did <laughs> at least they did this earlier than I bet they planned. Yeah. Break it glass was the in case of break, emergency. Yeah. <laughs> I think that this was an intended thing because this was an ex- this is what needed to happen for the game and it's a good thing for the game and it's good for the health of the game and there had to be something like this. I'm surprised. But I also think they did it early because they're like, "Oh man, we have not done anything but fuck up constantly." Like I was I was on the verge of like, "Man, fuck this game." Like I I can't stand this. Shit. I can't play it. If it's so, going to be this bad. So rewind to a couple episodes ago where someone asked, what's the best pack you can spend money on other than Hyperdrive <laughs> Bundle? <laughs> and uh, it's it's now no contest. Um, there's five packs. Every single one of them is considerably better than anything any th- that has been released in the game. Mm-hmm. Ever. And it's not close. No, I mean, not I, close. Like, we were talking about how much better Hyperdrive Bundle was than anything else. This is, like, twice as good as the Hyperdrive Bundle, if not better. I mean, it, it kind of depends on where you, what stage you are in the game. But, like, you cannot compete. So there's five bundles. Um, one of them is an SK bundle. One of them is a Slicker bundle. And then there's... They, like, kind of broke the, the Ray bundles into three different bundles. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is the shit that you need to unlock... Uh, JTR. BB-8? One of them is the shit you need to unlock. BB-8. One of them is the the um, what do you call it? The the Radis bundle. Yep. Um, and and all in all, I mean, basically you get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of the um prerequisites for Slicker at R5. So I mean, we we talked about like what that means. That means you don't have to get their shards. That means you don't have to get their gear. And that means you don't have to get R5 worth of relic mats for them. And they are fucking R5 immediately. We had people gaining almost a million. I bet you smaller accounts were gaining well over a million GP for buying these packs. Hold on. You didn't I, mention I get that how, they're, how cheap they are. Yeah, so that pack, the one that unlocks 10 of the pieces, like 10 out of 15 for Slicker, uh, ten dollars. 
Um, ten, ten fucking dollars. Ten dollars for R five of all of those two. R five relics. Like, th- I, it's I mean, not even comparable to any value you've ever seen in this game before. No, usually you had to spend. What was? What did we determine? It was like sixty or seventy bucks just for one R five, and no, you're getting. It, no, it was or, 60 or, or 70 bucks to go from uh, gear 12 to gear 13. More than that. Just <laughs> yeah, that. So, I mean, I mean we're, on, we're, uh, it's, it's insane. It's insane. You don't have to go over the numbers. If you have ever seen a pack in this game, you've seen Star Killer packs, five to 50 shards, maybe, of one of these four <laughs> characters in some gear. For 30 bucks. 40 or bucks. Something, yeah. Yeah, it's not even remotely comparable. Well, to give you an idea, because I actually saw quite a few people in like live stream chats and Discord being like, "Oh, don't get the Star Killer one. That that one's not good value." It's like, okay, okay, incorrect. First, let's. It's the most expensive. It's not. It's not that it's it's bad value at all. Definitely the least value of the five packs, but it's still bonkers. Yeah. So if if you take just the Kyrotex from those four characters. Just the Kyrotex. We're not talking character shards, credits, gear to gear 12, uh, gearing it up to, to relics, shards, relic signal data, yeah, or Omegas. Well, you don't get the Omegas. So you take all of that out and just look at Kyrotex. If you just are looking at how much it would cost to buy those Kyrotex, that is still more than three times better than any pack they've ever put in the game. It's, it's insane. So there's so there's the slicker bundle which we talked about, which is ten ten of the prerequisites for slicker at R five. Um, the Star Killer bundle is a little more expensive. It's like forty bucks, um, and it gets you Dash, Kyle, Mara, and Darth Talon, the four prerequisites for Star Killer. So you get you basically get right now. Um, and that one actually unlocks Star Killer immediately. Like the yep. other packs don't fully unlock Slicker and Ray. They just get you like eighty percent of the way there. Um, that one literally just unlocks Slicker for you. You can immediately you throw some shit mods on them, and you can go in and unlock Slicker un- unlock SK immediately. Then there's the um, Resistance Lightspeed bundle, which is seven of the pieces of um, of Ray. It's Rose, uh, Holdo. Uh, Hero Bros, Poe Dameron, Resistance Pilot, Resistance Trooper, so seven R5s, that's ten bucks. And then there was one that was like four. I, I forget which one it was. It was like... The JTR bundle. Yeah, and the it's, JTR That's the one is... that you should avoid if all possible because it has overlap with the Raddus bundle. Yeah, I It's mean... not a bad value because you still get Veteran Han and Veteran Chewie, which is... Both are five for ten dollars, but the other yep. two, which is Stick Ray and Finn, are in another bundle. Yeah, the 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 thing about it, like for me, all I was gonna get for getting it was it would get um, it would take Veteran Smuggler Chewbacca from R three to R five for me. I already had the other ones. That isn't worth ten dollars. No, I, and honestly, two two relic levels for ten bucks from four to f- from three to five. That's still that's like on par with other stuff like that's not horrible yeah i mean i guess the problem I'm is it's, it's, not it's veteran smuggler me. chewbacca and he's not a important <laughs> yeah player, right so. it's not like you're taking star killer up or something yeah but that, that's the only one i didn't buy i have a 10 million account and i bought all of them but that one so right uh, and the other one i think honestly of all of the packs i feel like the other one is like the the crown jewel the other one is the raddest lightspeed bundle it's twice Best as expensive pack. it's 20 bucks but not only do you get Stick Ray, Finn, Poe, Resistance Pilot, Bosk, Karth, 
T3M4, Ahsoka, Young Lando, and L337. So that's already, what, almost 10 characters. You also get seven fucking ships. Which Straight is worth more than the fucking characters in my opinion. Of seven ships. You get Lando's Millennium Falcon, which, like, talk about you it didn't farm you that. want. You, that's actually used for a a rope a rope platoon or sorry a rope a rope uh, combat mission. So like and you I, didn't farm I didn't, it. I know you didn't. I didn't have it. I was on. I was nobody it, but did. I, I didn't have it. <laughs> um, you get Ahsoka Tano's Jedi Starfighter, which for anybody who's been playing the game more than a year, it probably already fucking has that. But yeah, it's, it's still that's a great crazy. ship. Um, Eben Hawk. Um, that's that's a nice one, especially that. that- it's That's used the best in a lot one. of different things. Um, it's a cantina farm too. You're avoiding plus, a cantina farm. It's plus, also a um, GOTB platoon. Pose X-wing, Resistance X-wing, and Raise Millennium Falcon, which are all things that you're going to need to unlock Radis. So they're not great ships necessarily, but they are useful. But I can't explain to you, like as a new player who is just starting the game, the fact that you get an R5 Bosk and a Seven Star Houndstooth out of this fucking pack is absolute bonkers you can Disgust. have that that alone is worth twenty dollars that's oh, worth a lot easily. more than twenty dollars i would have spent a hundred bucks on that easily i spent twenty dollars <laughs> on 80 bosk shards or no no 80 hounds to them sorry i every time i saw 80 hounds to shards i'm like oh no twenty dollars that's worth it a hundred percent seven star and a five fucking relic five boss you are kidding and plus everything else as a new no. player who can now come out of the gates with seven seven star ships and like what is it 31 or something r5 characters and you can have that on day one you Mm. come into your fleet shard uh and you already have a full fucking relic houndstooth like insane good luck to anyone else who didn't buy that pack they're not beating your houndstooth yeah and and I, i actually think that i think we'll get into this a little bit of our approach to these packs but i think that these packs are mid-game player packs more than anything. Um, early game players are going to get these packs and have a bunch of unmodded, nosated, lost, confused-ass motherfucking people that yep. then quit because they're overwhelmed. I think if you are a, a two to four, two to eight million GP account, really, and you see these packs and they have value for you, you're going to be able to not only like get these packs and immediately mod and get value out of them if you have some depth, but you're also going to be able to situate yourself for the future. I don't think you should get these packs and then go, all right, I immediately have to farm Ray and Slicker. That's, that's not what you need to do. This is, a, this is something you get and you say, okay, now my plans for the future can change. But you still have to farm ships. You still have to get Radish. You, you have to do things. So it's good, you, you know, it's good it, to have it How many episodes is it now? 12 episodes ago we talked about first GLs. Oh, that's gone. Right. There's only I mean, one choice now. There is there is only one no, choice. No, 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 no. There's not one choice. There's, there's, there's one choice. Okay. Either way, it's going to be Ray or Slicker. It, there's no there's no decision oh. now. It's one or the other. Uh, it's probably Ray. I know that's what you're leaning towards because Ray gets you the ships too. This doesn't get you it's Finalizer or, or any of the other ships, but um, it's definitely not Executor anymore. <laughs> it's It just isn't. I- I'm I'm definitely still going for executor quickly, even if I had these packs. How quickly can someone get Ray now if they buy this and hyperdrive right Okay, but you still need fleet. You, you still need, need the fleet. event, the Radis event, and then you can do it. Yeah, so that's okay. twice a month. So about six six months. 
I mean, uh, three months because you get you get uh, ten shards per month. It's three or months ten, if you're not shards. spending crystals on refreshes, which you could you could start doing because you're probably going to be winning your fleet shard because you have houndstooth. Like you could yeah, unlock that's fine. this. I'm I, still going. I'm still going executor even with these packs. Like you get houndstooth out of it, you get boss relict. You already started towards executor anyway, just because you're getting a GL. You still need fleet. I, so, I'm just saying, like I I don't. It, you don't have to go executor with these packs. Like I, I, I think it was a close choice anyway, and I think this just pushes it in the favor of Ray considerably. So when you were talking about it, I thought we were excluding these because obviously, like you get these two for free. Base, I mean, you have to buy them, but once you once you buy them, you have them. So I thought you meant what, like what do you farm after you've completed these two? Because I think that is crystal clear and there's no debate well, it, on it. it doesn't seem like it is to min min seems to think that executor is still the right call i i don't think so anymore okay yeah i mean setting I, aside I, I, fleet, fleet dominance to me will always be more important because that's crystal income but Getting i, I think you nice, still dominate fleet with this like i don't know i think with you, radis no oh, with with houndstooth <laughs> okay but you that's just that that's not gonna last forever you, if you, the longer you delay executor, the the longer you're gonna say, "Damn, I wish I had executor." Yeah. I don't think that that getting. I don't think that. It, I think Ray is definitely the one you go for over Slicker here. But I think that if you're a brand new account and you get all this stuff, you work on your executor stuff while you build towards some Ray stuff. But you work on executor because fleet dominance is gonna is never going away. Well. You either do it now or you don't do it at all. Like if you if you're gonna work if you're gonna get executor in the next uh, three to six months, then you should. Like Min said, if it's really important. But that is not a farm. I think you should start six months from now. I think that will be one of the next packs that comes out. Like if they release packs a year from now, I guarantee you it's not gonna be JML because he's got too much overlap with other GLs. It's gonna be C and it's gonna be executor. I so, think it could still be JML though, because they're just not going to include things like JKL in that pack. They did a good job of not including some important stuff here, and I think that although I think JML and C are next, I think a quote-unquote Slicker pack is coming out next time because Slicker didn't technically come out this time. None of you know, like it's going to be a Slicker finalizer executor maybe. And it's going to be kind of overlapped with this because they're not going to want to. They're going to want to like double dip a little bit, you know. Like, oh, let's get those people that didn't do it already. Then we can kind of like layer it, and then we can have a C pack maybe next time along with an executor. Do you, you think know, like, if they are going to release new light speed packs that that get you closer to Slicker or get you JML and, or Executor, are they going to re-release these packs with those? I don't think they're going to re-release these. I think that they're going to try to release stuff like gas pack uh, or, or like different types of packs but i think maybe there'll be like a rotation maybe they'll release these again but not i just don't together. see the point of them waiting a year to release the rest of slicker and not mm -hmm. release this with it because then it's like the people who got this pack are already going to have a slick slicker by a year from now and the people a year from now that need slicker are going to need this th they, these things like i don't yeah. i don't I see the point see to do a supplemental yeah. I don't think yeah. they should do a supplemental slicker pack unless they're going to release this pack again. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I, I don't know what their their business sense will be on it. I think the fact that they're making it limited in general is going to make make them think, okay, well, 
a slicker pack without this other pack might be more lucrative for whatever reason. But I think you're right. They need to release this pack at the same time, or at least some kind of well, like make their cadence to them or something. If you talk know. about the purpose of this pack, other than making up for the shitty fucking month that happened prior to it, <laughs> it it's to it's to bring the early game player to a higher level to make it so they're not as far behind as they were. Yep. If you if you're not releasing this pack like every few months, then you're still fucking over new players. So like I I think this pack has to be not necessarily permanently available, but it has to come out I I would say every 3 to 6 months. I could see that otherwise them. anyone who starts the game next week, they're like Oh, I'm buying my drive bundle. Yeah. Um, oh, what the fuck? Why are these? How do these people have you know seven star houndstooth already in my fleet chart? I'm fucked. I'm not playing this game anymore. Like, it, it this fucks as much as this helps new players that are buying this pack. It fucks the players that aren't buying this pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I it definitely I feel like pushes that's a more to pay to win. But I, I mean, there was no choice. It had to happen. But you, it, like you said, it need, the packs need to be here more than just for two weeks. They need to come back. I just I love could, I love that instead of just getting Ray and Slicker stuff, you also got all these offshoot shit that people like didn't have. I didn't have a relic <laughs> Karth. I didn't have a relic T three M four. I didn't have right. a relic Young Lando. I didn't have a relic L three three seven. I didn't have uh, a seven star Lando's Falcon. I didn't have a seven star Pose X Wing. Like I got I got a lot of stuff out of this too. I mean I only got like two hundred thousand out of it, but. This took a few yeah. things off of my list of shit that I wanted to farm, so... I'm, I'm pretty hyped because I just finished Levi, so I'm going to kind of like clean up some stuff and then go into Ray. And I have this super-duper Ray team now because I get L3 from this pack. I farmed Levi, so I have Sortie at R5. I farmed Barris to R7 for platoons. And I'll get Swolo in, in like three, uh, three months and... I'll get uh, Ray around or Radis around the same time and go straight into Ray, and I have this crazy good team that just naturally is going to happen, thanks to these packs plus my other farms. So it's really cool. Like there's a lot of stuff that they gave you that you could fit into places. One thing that I can't figure out is where do I put Young Lando? Nowhere. <laughs> I can't. I was like. Where do you go, friend? Like, can you go in this team? And I showed somebody, and they're like, nah, take Young Lando out. I'm like, okay, maybe he can go over here. And they're like, no, nope. get that get that motherfucker out of here. And I'm like, okay, but maybe he can go over here. Put him on the bench. Damn. So, Damn, Young Lando. Maybe this would be a good time before we go into sort of, like, strategy and speculation. Like, and just talk about, uh, at least for me, like, as much of as much as this is a boon to my roster... I also feel like my account is in complete shambles and I'm it's a disaster and I don't know what to do and I do not feel like help. that but I feel like a lot of people do feel like that. I so I think one thing that people need to realize with when these packs is that this doesn't change what you were doing and this should be your future stuff. Like you don't have to all of a sudden oh now I have to do all this stuff. Think about like okay I'm going to go ahead and finish my Jabba farm, whatever I was doing. And whenever I decide to start Ray, I can, I can like, I already have these tunes there. I can continue to farm things in preparation for other things like Kairos. You're going to use that yellow energy on Kairos anyway. So you farm Ray, do a little bit of work on Ray while you're farming, say, ships for Kylo. 
Because you're going to need finalizer ships, so that's where your yellow energy goes instead of having to go to Kairos. So now you're finishing your farm, then you go into Ray, which already has a lot of her relics, and you're getting the radish ships while you're finishing your farm. And then while you're finishing Ray, you can finish slicker ships, because that's going to be the next thing you're probably going to work into. So it's really, it's really a, a good flow into each character, as long as you don't automatically divert your resources right now. You let that Radis be a passive farm and come into play while you do other things and finish what you're doing. And then you'll also gain mods during this time so that you can actually associate them with these characters and, and utilize them right. And all the time you're finishing off finalizer requirements that are all in the background. So the way I approach any, any type of farm in this game is I have a primary farm, a secondary farm, and a side farm. And that's how my resources are appropriated. Well, your primary farm is what you are already doing. Your secondary farm is Ray, and your and your side farm will be Finalizer, so that you can get prepped for Slicker later. I think you should definitely um, like do it in the next six months. Like, I mean, finish whatever farm you're doing, but like these are so close. Like, you definitely want to start doing the Radis and the Finalizer stuff now, so that you know six months from now when you're ready to unlock these characters, you don't have to wait on the ships. But like. Well, that's know, the thing man. is Radis is unlocked in three months at five stars, so that, that gives you time to finish what you're doing for three months and then go straight into Ray. And then the ships for Finalizer are going to take six months, so while you're finishing off Ray and, and modding and, and finalizing those characters, you have another few months. Six months after that, your Finalizer stuff is prepped and ready, and now you're back into it. So I have to tell you guys, as, you were, as we were talking about young Lando and what the fuck to do with him, I just I looked him up on Reddit real quick. And there's a there's an um, there's a thread called asking your opinion about a Swago character every day number two fifteen young Lando and the question is like what do we do with Lando and <laughs> this fucking thread just goes off in the most fucking random direction like, somebody is like the first answer is he certainly is a character that is in Swago. <laughs> yeah. and that's then my favorite thing said, in this generation uh, is that, that Lando is definitely going to make CG a Calrissian dollars uh, it went from Donald Glover to Don Glover to Dong Lover <laughs> of course that's Child, how the internet childish works. Landino uh, and I'm, I'm going to stop there but it just like this entire no, like nobody actually gives good advice as to what to do with Lando it's just like Lando well, nobody the knows. way down so, um, what else is there to talk about? These are great packs. You should buy them. I, Min said don't change what you're doing. I, I have to change everything. Like, it just completely fucks up everything about, you know, the plan. And I know Why? Because... Oh, it's an easy answer. Because why, why would you start from scratch on jmk when you can be 80 percent of the way i'm not saying start from scratch i'm saying finish what you are doing which gives you time to farm the ships you're going to need for these characters anyway you can go and get jtr and bb8 relic 7 real quick so that you can start farming ray with your not having a radis for three fucking months still or you can spend six thousand crystals on radis so the issue is zetas i don't know what to do about the zeta deficit like it's just i mean I, I had so many that also is what this would help cg just needs to release some sort of zeta light speed pack because <laughs> like 
And we have people like I, I'm I'm definitely in like one of the least bad positions in Zetas, and I'm still in a shit position. Like I still haven't even gotten all the Leia ones. Like I still have a list of so many Zetas, and this this one only added. I don't know, five or six Zetas to my list, but there are people who are adding like what forty Zetas to their list? Like I don't even know how See, many there are. Mine's twenty I have... something. Let me pull it up so I don't lie. It's it's Is a I... ridiculous amount of Zetas that you need to, to fill out this roster. And so like they they need to release some sort of supplemental Zeta pack. Yeah, I have specifically been looking at places I can pivot to on my account that the Zetas are already there or they don't take Zetas and to focus on those in the meantime. Um, so, like, my Grievous team will finally get lifted up to Relic, I think, because they all have their Zetas already, but they're gear 12. Um, so stuff like that, knowing that, you know, when Ray and SLKR come online, I need 20-something Zetas, some ridiculous amount. It's just it's just absurd. See, the other that's thing is- why I think my plan, like, and I think part of it is I have, I have Zetas like prepped i have 185 on one account i have 125 on another and my goal is to use them for the gls and the stuff i'm doing and then continue to work on them while i spend the three to six months farming these other things like radis like slickers ships i'll still gain zetas i'll still like there's no reason to rush into all of these things when you don't even have the shit for it it's not even the the stuff you get in the packs that does it for me it's what i had been planning to do instead of it that is now like so far on the back burner yeah like um i mean i was gonna do sith trio uh hilariously this actually unlocked darth revan for me because karth was was the only one i needed Hmm. Hmm. um and i also have sixty thousand get one so this basically unlocked malik for me so i have a sith empire's Hmm. team sitting there doing nothing um, yeah. I unlock Maul and Malakos. Can't do anything about that. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. sitting there. Like, there's yeah. so many things. That it's, yeah, it's, I've got and Cat just, and Maul and, and at, like, year eight. this is just after you unlocked the entire Leia team and spent all of your resources to do that. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're, like, at yep. ground zero. So, yeah. And we're getting um, Reva in a couple weeks. So, it's like, fuck. Yeah, luckily, I'm also, I'm also already prepped for Reva. I have 500 of each Cairo for her. And, like, I, I think I'm just... I've been preparing because I've been doing Levi for so many months, and I have so many resources already, and I, I already have a plan to delay all of this stuff into a into three to six months that my resources don't feel drained. Right. Um, but I, if you did Leia and shit, absolutely, you're probably fucking drained right now. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm. This didn't impact me too much, but um, I'm like I'm doing this like part of my roster building where I'm like filling in gaps. So I just finally reliced trench. Um, I finally got our Aiden from R three to R five. I got Seer from R five to R seven. I I reliced Gideon, Mando, and Grief. Like all these like pieces of my roster that were just like sitting there, not fully done. I'm just like doing that right now. But you know the interesting thing we we talked about Zetas, but we didn't talk about Omegas. Like you you your your roster never gets to the point really where you're like I am fucking set on zetas but i feel like as time goes on you get to the point where you're like i'm pretty good on omegas at this point yeah i have like but 300 this completely fucked that this completely <laughs> fucked omegas like oh my god i i have so many characters that are just sitting like two two you know they don't even not only don't they have their zetas they don't even have their fucking omegas yet because this this just like 
imagine how many of these characters are getting put into your your roster and you have to fill in all the omegas for them you're you're just gone in they're gone instantly yeah i have i think like 55 or something like that so i have I mean, 257 zero. left over I actually have I have 21 Zeta oh, mats for my neck for my final Leia I, Zeta, but I, I don't have the Omegas for it. I, I think the biggest difference is, is like y- y'all pushed and spent a little bit on Leia, and like I I spent on these packs absolutely. You know, I'm a sinner. You know, free to play, born again sinner. I'm a sinner. <laughs> Did you buy a pack I, tonight? No, I haven't bought that Star Killer pack. I'm not. Th- I'm thinking about it though. Do it. Um, but but like. The di- like because I have been so free to play and I've been going for Levi, like I have an outrageous amount of resources. Like y'all are saying, like oh, I only have this many omegas. I have 257 omegas, and I put every single omega on first order and resistance the moment I got that pack. And I still have that many omegas. <laughs> That's awesome. I have fi- I had 5,000 purple mats. Like I I'm just so depth in, in the depth of resources because I've spent so much time on Levi and relic mats <laughs> that nobody got no love. I forget and- who said it in our chat, but they were like, "Tell me there is not a harder resource to wail on than omegas and zetas." Absolutely. Anybody yeah. who spends money on the game is going to start to get behind in Omegas and Zetas. Because Omegas, Zetas, and mods. That's that's your biggest. That's going to be your your yeah. problems I if mean, you whale. Everybody you can't, who is a whale will have a lower mod score and will and will be behind on Omegas and Zetas. And there's just not a lot you can do about it. So the right. fact so, that you haven't been spending for a while got you around that a little bit. Exactly. And it gives me this like like okay cool. I was really prepared for this. And not like I was preparing for it, just that, like, fuck, I can't do anything but Relic 9, these bastards. Yeah, and, I, uh, used, uh, I used the GI Optimizer tool in Hot Utils to put mods on all these fucking characters that I got. <laughs> and some of them got thrown on defense in 3 versus 3, and I was looking through these locked-in mods and just fucking dying laughing. It's like, okay... <laughs> Let's see, this character has uh, three crit chance, one tenacity, and two speed set, and <laughs> half of them are level one. That's good. That's what good. Was, it, was, it was actually also really convenient <laughs> that these packs came out for me because I was, like, maxed out at mods because all my characters were modded, and I had, like, 494, and I kept having to sell mods or go through shit because I hadn't I'd been busy. Mm-hmm. And then these packs came out, and I was like, Perfect! <laughs> Let's mod the fuck out of you guys. And I went through and modded everybody. They're not perfect mods by any means, but, like, I hit some good mods along the way, and I was like, just throw these bitches on. Just get, get them on there. I mean, at least and now I have so much them. space. Yeah, I didn't even I know. Um, I know you're, you're taking over listener questions, Venom, um, I, and I know you said some of them are about this, so do we want to kind All of... of- Trans- okay, so let's 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 talk about some of these listener questions then, and and see what people are wanting to know or what what kind of stuff they're yeah. asking. Okay, so let's do a little speculation. We got a question from a Random. Um, sorry, it's oh, related hey, to Lightspeed. Uh, it, it they all are. It's it's cool. So little speculation. Um, I'm genuinely curious whether they will release Lightspeeds for other Galactic Legends or Journey characters in the coming years. So basically, like, which ones do you think will be next? Or, and which I ones think we kind of talked about that a little bit already, but, like, I, yeah, think, I it's think it's obvious that there's going to be some, some more packs for any Journey Guide character. And I think that the, the price point that they set, man, they're going to... You can't release a gas pack 
and only give me gear 12s of all these guys. They got to be R5s. You know, like, I think they're definitely going to release more packs and they, they insinuated that, but what they release, it's going to, it's hard to say because if they're going to, if they set the standard at R5. I think we can agree if they do release more, then C would be the next likely candidate, right? Like, do not think, start farming C right now. I think C or gas. Like, C, gas, or JKL. Because JKL is R3 required already. Yeah. For all those tunes. And We're I think that that is... GLs, though, right? Well, I mean, if you look at these packs, BB-8 was a pack. Yeah, Radis but... was a pack. I think Finalizer might be a pack next. Yeah, but that's like that's like the Patriot Act, right? Like they can name it whatever they want. That doesn't mean it's oh look, I got right. BB eight, you guys. Like people <laughs> are buying it because they want to get slicker, not BB eight. Right, fair enough. But I mean they're gonna do some overlap. You know they're not gonna give us a hundred percent value again, you think? You know, like that's what I don't I don't think they're gonna give us this big a value. I think they're gonna see how, how people were like, Oh shit, I'd buy one R five for ten dollars. Like they they're gonna see people say that. And they're like, all right, well, let's just give you some overlap. I, I bet you still buy this shit. So I, I think you just have to look at the order that the GLs were released in, right? Like, Ray and Slicker were the first GLs in the game. Yeah. So the next packs are, are clearly going to be, is it C and JML, right? I mean, they're, they're, the, they're definitely the most likely. And then maybe Executor, because maybe they start throwing, uh, you know, the cap ships into that as well and executor being the first one of those it's got to be one of the three of those of, of some some level or finalizer yeah. yeah i mean they might add they might throw in some um whatever you call it like complementary packs to the ones that were already yeah. released that's what i'm thinking yeah i, yeah, I kind of yeah. feel like see like if, if there's one thing that that cg is good at it's it's leaving you with opportunities to spend money on your roster, which means I don't think they're ever going to just fully release a GL. They're not going to give you every single piece you need. They're just going to get you 80% of the way there so that you have to farm the rest or pay for the rest. Right. So I, and, I, I yeah. don't think they're going to supplement Slicker. They might do a finalizer pack, and that would be it. I don't think they're going to do much else on, on Ray or Slicker. Mm. Um but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you just gotta say J, JMLC and Executor are the are the three most likely some part of their wrecks to be released yeah. as as it and it prob probably a year from now. I don't know. Well, okay. Before you, um, they also released a Star Killer pack, right? So like, yeah. I think that you're. I they agree with most of that, but I I feel like JKL and and Gas are are two also po and Darth Revan even are possible like look at packs. So, you know, like, I don't think they're the most guaranteed, but I think, it was, it, you know, you say those are the main three that might happen. I, I would think, think Gas is in there, too, because Gas is going to be a, is, is a character that people aren't farming anymore. Yeah, and the big I'm thing about talking these two, about the GL-centric packs. There definitely could be, uh, you know, uh, some other either legendary or legacy pack characters that get released as well. Right, that's what I'm feeling because of the Starkiller pack. I feel like there's going to be also, like, maybe one a one-off similar... Like, Gas is think, definitely not the equivalent to a Starkiller. I think Bam is the likely one there. The Bam pack. Bam is fucking, like, gear 8 you can get that goddamn shit. Like, I don't... I don't think that's a pack worth buying. I mean, well, I think with the Starkiller one, I, I think it was as simple as them being worried about the meta. I think they probably looked at this and said, okay, every single matchup in Carbonite is going to have a ray on defense. Like, we should probably do a Starkiller pack. Or, like, the, the gameplay is just going to be, like, 
cool. There's a ray on the bottom wall, and you can't kill it. And uh, that's every single GAC. So God, I, think I hope my you ray might be, you might be right, but that's giving team. that's giving CG a lot of credit. So I don't know about that, but yeah, they're they're, they're it, just it trying could to be just because because uh, isn't he um, is it is it a legendary event or is it a legacy event for Starkiller? I, can't, mm. I forget Le- the difference. Legacy, yeah. but like if they wanted to make money, like I, I don't know, like this clearly wasn't about like a money grab, right? I don't so, know. This is a good money grab for old stuff. Like, if you were, like, at your house, you're like, man, grab. I got this room full of shit nobody buys. I think and then all of a sudden you... Old. I think it's a money grab for two reasons. One, um, they got people to start buying packs that would not have bought any other pack. So they got... Absolutely. They, they, this is a yeah. volume money grab. And secondly, like I said, they did. they gave you 80% of the way there. So, like... They're expecting people are gonna buy, you know, spend crystals on radish shards and shit like that because they're so close. They got to you Ray. invested. They got you invested in the game too. I bet they, you they, they made more money on once these you packs spend than money on a game. Put out. Once you spend money on a game, you're already, there's a lot of people that are sunk in cost. Like, oh, I've already spent this much. I spent twenty dollars. I might as well keep playing. You get somebody to start spending. Yeah. It's just like crack, baby. Let's be honest. Yeah. CG was just tired of people saying they were free to play, and they said, "Fuck you, free to play players. Yeah. We're gonna make hey, it really stupid. hard to remain free to play." They were like, "Man, hey, first one's only ten dollars." I mean, you know it's these only, guys are still gonna dollars. lie. Like, I'm I'm free to play, and then you look and they have a relic five T four. Like, really? <laughs> no, I look at your roster. You got an R five of all of these characters, and like immediately, ah, you a spender. There's a guy we let in an Arshad. I was like, hmm. Well, so, you obviously spend money. Well, here bef- you go. Before we go on to the next listener question, I, I want to bring up something that I talked about earlier in the episode, and I said I'm going to wait till we actually are, are on this topic, which is backpack Yodas and, and brand new <laughs> players who can come into the game now and buy a hyperdrive bundle and all of these packs and be at, what is it, 1.8 million? Damn. I'm a hyperspeed light speeder. And it's like well, what? we're already seeing these recruitment posts where people are like, Hey, brand new account, 1.8 million. I'm working on Ray and Slicker. Of course you fucking are. <laughs> and to me, like, when I see that, I'm like, okay, so you, you don't know what nothing. you're doing. And <laughs> second of all, you have no mods. And third of all, <laughs> I don't think that that's what you should be doing anyway. So to me, you ain't. there's nothing attractive about this. Well, you we know? had I'm just one like, apply okay. to the Senate earlier today for a tattoo in her Coruscant, um, or Cor- Corellia, Coral. Um, and I, we looked at it and, and somebody was like I don't think I've ever seen a zero mod score before on an account <laughs> and I looked at it and it actually threw me off for a minute because in you know I, this isn't going to make a lot of sense to anybody who's not staring at the same graphs we are but like all the mods were yellow and I was like oh shit he has all our, all six dot mods and I looked no. closer and I was like oh no he has zero six dot mods because <laughs> Change yeah. the color because there wasn't a single six dot mod. So I was like, "Wow, <laughs> this is an interesting account, and this is like you're gonna see a lot of these out there. Zero yep. fucking mod score. Great work. I think his his biggest mod was like twelve speed." So before we go to the next question, would you guys agree that the packs, until we know what their plans are going forward, like it should deprioritize anyone from farming older GLs and focus more on like uh just other journey like non-gl journeys fleets and more recent stuff like you should definitely be more focused on java now right than one of the older gls 
definitely be focused on Jabba no matter what the scenario. Yeah. He's yes. now accelerated. There's no fucking reason to not get Jabba at this point, especially because we talked about the new Leia pack or the new Leia event is just not as good. Uh, smugglers it. run too, motherfuckers. That's all <laughs> we have to say. Like, Jabba should be an auto farm now. Like, I don't know. I don't know how yep. quickly you want to do it, but like, if, if Jabba wasn't already a priority, yes, this makes him even more of a priority. And I think you should, like, a good sweet spot to focus is definitely characters that just became accelerated because they're yeah. going to be the last one in the line of these kind of packs to fill in. If your goal is to get your, is to be efficient and to take advantage of these packs as much as possible, then yeah, don't, don't farm any of the, I mean, obviously you have to farm JKL if you're going Java, but like avoid farming JML and C-Rex as much as you can. Cause at some point you're going to get them for 10 bucks, hopefully. I mostly agree. I think um, I, I was pretty. I've been pretty clear about this whole time. I think if you don't have executor, you should continue and not stop doing that. You should be farming executor. What are you doing? Um, and the only caveat I would say to like the JML stuff, you know, you, like you said, you gotta farm JKL for Jabba. Well, don't don't skip out on CLS just because it's a JML JK whatever. Get that too, you know. Um, but yeah, I, other than other than executor. Yeah, don't don't work on the new stuff or the old stuff too much, unless it feels like it's not prereqs. Like, still get a grievous team, still get still get things that are like solid. But like, Grand Inquisitor is a lot more lucrative to farm now because if you're a spender, maybe next year you get ten dollars C pack and you didn't have to worry about that thing that you were about to farm. Even though you already have Executor, you just got all, you just got Krennic and all this shit. So yeah, um, focus on stuff that is more more relevant to the game now. Because CG seems to understand that the old stuff you still need, but it's hard for people to get if they're going to continue to release so fast, right? I can never go farm gas if I have to farm the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Darth Venom is a perfect example. He can never get gas. No, I cannot. It's actually And it's impossible. not his fault except for it was his fault and then now it's not because he's so he didn't do it for so long that it's gotten to the point where he can't do that. Now he's got to do Ray and Slicker. Gas is put farther behind. I got to do that. So I have a question for you Venom. How much has Zori Bliss's stock gone up from this? Her stock to me personally or in general? Just in general. I mean, I don't think it's... Zori's been amazing since she came out. I think it's... People have an opportunity to actually use her now. I, I mean, I hope everybody has started farming Zori if you're buying these packs. I didn't um, say how much how much has her value gone up. I, I said how much has her stock gone up. Like, how many how many more people are going to be farming her now than, than oh, were yeah, previously? Yeah, yeah it's going to be everywhere. Huge, huge. I mean, <laughs> the increase in... in, in the amount of people that bought stuff from this pack is like 30 people per guild. Like, you know, like, at least in the Senate. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Let's think you know, of we're, the, like, we're, we're, it's, it's crazy. Let's think of the opportunity cost of like farming Zori before this happened and after. Before, you had to also be farming for Ray. Or, or, or why would you right. get four yep. useless fucking resistance characters to, to make a Zori Bliss team, right? So like... Right. Yep. And and I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken, other than you know other than probably Leia, isn't isn't Ray still the least farmed uh, GL in the game? Which is so unfair because she's so great. 
Well, I think she was higher than Vader for a while. I don't know. If, or was it Jabba? I don't remember. I know she's not near the top of the list. But either way, like there weren't a lot of people that were just going, hey, I should farm Rey, and therefore yep, yeah. I should farm Zori. I think that has changed. I think the number of people who should or or will be farming Zori is going to go through the roof as a result of this. Absolutely. I'm waiting till she's accelerated, which is another part of my delaying plan for all my stuff. But Zori is like, damn, you can get her three star and she's kicking ass. How close is she to accelerated? Is she the next one, or is, is has Santa? Uh, has no, Susana the next been? one, the next one is the droids, and then Sana, and then Zori. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited for the droids because I got to do that on my NAR account also, and um, I'm doing Hondo right now, so the droids. I'm gonna have Afra on both accounts just because of platoons. Afra is still my only. Other than other than the most recent conquest character, Afra is my only uh, non unlocked character in the game. Yeah, she's a fun character. You know, it's one of those that you know she gets a lot of shit. I think from the higher end, and she may be not as great, and her omicrons are weird because they're only five v five. But I like her team. I like her animations. I think I think uh, <laughs> Afra's stock has gone down because nobody has the time to farm a bunch of other characters <laughs> that need zetas and shit. You know, it's Absolutely. funny. I will be getting Afra. She's just one. She, I, 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 I know I have a thousand other things to do, but like when I look at the requirements, I already have Sana, right? So that's one of the four. Mm. Hondo, I Hondo's good. He's so easy, he's, and and it's he's great on defense. I, people don't understand him. Yep. And the thing is, my favorite team in the game is the Sana team, and she is turning into this team I put on the back wall. And it's like when in GAC, when you get to my back wall, you just have to, she's like the toll booth. You have to just stop and deposit 10 banners and then <laughs> go. She's taking your banners. You take her down, she's taking your banners. So I would love to have a Hondo to stick back there with her and just make it even even more fun. And maybe um, an Afro team back there, too. Especially now, I, I don't remember exactly how the Afro team gets put together, but now that all these people have L337 and... Like maybe are getting. Sorty. You want dark side droids? Does it yeah. have to be dark it's, side? Oh, it's Vader. Yeah, so, which you don't, don't have to use Vader. So the thing about Afra is, is that Afra is great with just her two murder droids. Mm-hmm. The extra two you put on the side can either take away from other teams, or you can just put some bullshit in. Um, I I don't I don't use Afra on on anything super important because her counters are really like the Jabba counter was dependent on a Datacron. Um, so I just use her on like, oh, what do I do with this team? I'm like, you know what? I can Afra this. She gets a free turn at the beginning. She reduces or increases everybody's cooldowns. Her extra, her teammates, the, the two murder droids, and then two whatever droids is what I use. They're going to fuck shit up. Um, you can use Vader and Kersantan, but that like takes away from two other teams. <laughs> I'm and, not like, going to be doing that, I'll tell you that. No. Right, like it's like, what the fuck kind of weird ass shit is that? So I just, I end up throwing like DDK and like HK47 or IG something mm-hmm. with them. Just, just, just like droids that are dark side. Yeah, once you, um, once you unlock Malgus, like you've, and, and it, depending on whether or not you even had HK to begin with, but like. HK isn't great with Afra, but where the fuck else do you put HK at this point? Right, exactly. Yeah. That's exact. You just kind of go, okay, who the fuck can I put in here? Because it's just her and the, the murder droids. The other two are just there to, like, fill spots. Which makes me think at some point in the future she's going to get, like, a dark side droid tank lifter. 
and then it's man gonna... i can't wait i love that character she's super fun like it's a fun team yeah i just like that i can relic like the two droids and then relic her and i'm not using vader for anything else i don't have uh lord vader so it's like those two characters and afro make the team basically and so it's a pretty low investment for it's for funny i actually i unlocked afro probably i don't know six months ago i reliced her today <laughs> nice because <laughs> i had so much other shit to do <laughs> So, but, like, I only unlocked her because of platoons. Th- this was a point I wanted to make, though. Um, and I think it was something Zareth talked about. Friend of the friend of the pod, Zareth. Um, how did he phrase it? That too many people are... They, they pray at the altar of efficiency instead of uh, efficacy. And, like, players should spend more time worrying about efficacy than efficiency. And I thought that was what interesting. What matters rather than what's efficient yeah because when i look at where my where my roster is it's like does it matter to me if a farm is accelerated or not like it doesn't because it's not about how fast i can get the shards like i have a thousand things i could be gearing right now right and relicking putting off a new team like whatever the new um journey is going to be that we're about to get announced like why would i put that off for a year and a half when I could just slow farm it for six months and then get it like, well, I think that's going to be a different for everybody. Cause for me, I'm not, I'm absolutely 100% not farming ex- unaccelerated tunes because there's just so much value elsewhere in the game that there's no benefit to me farming captain Rex right now. I'm not going for Leia. I have so much I can do, you know, and that's, that's not that your way or my way is right. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just like, it depends on the player. It depends on what you're planning on doing. No, I'm I'm just curious, like what teams are out there that you need to accelerated farm in three months? That like as soon as you get the seven star unlock, you're going to be then taking them to relics. Because I, I legitimately don't have teams out there that that I feel like I, I have need so to do many that. teams. I, I'm going to jump in I have... here and say that as a new player who is under like for early game player, which we define as pre pre four million, right? You should not be farming Afra instead of CLS. You should not be farming... <laughs> uh, Obviously. You should not be farming Wookiees instead of Darth Revan. You shouldn't be... like When you're an early game player, go with the efficiency because it's also f- efficacy. Mm-hmm. But once mm-hmm. you hit middle mid-game and you've got all the core teams, you've got Gas, not, not Darth Venom. You've got Darth Revan, <laughs> not Darth Venom. You've got mm-hmm. CLS. You've got general grievous you've got all those core teams at that point Mm. then it might not be more effective to be efficient it might be it might be more effective to go after something like java or you know go after something that's that's more effective rather than efficient but i think early game there's enough overlap of efficiency and efficacy that you you don't need to go after unaccelerated tunes early game yeah and 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 to answer you darth venom like Say what it is. Okay, I, I'm a now thanks to the light speed. I'm a 7.1 million account. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have I have two GLs. I have Executor. I am about to have Leviathan. I have Afra. I have GI. I'm about to have Reva. I can do Ray, Slicker, and C right after the other one. But I have so much that I can do that that based off of my earlier description of how I'm gonna farm. I have Sith Trio that I can relic. That is going to give me a ton of value. I have multiple characters that I need to push up in relics that I got them to pre-rex. 
but I didn't. I wasn't able to push them any further because I was just so focused on more GLs, more GLs, more more this, more whatever, right? So I got the whole Grievous team I can push up a little bit more. I got CLS team I can push up a little bit more that part of them are already R7s, part of them are already R8s, but some of them aren't. I have the gas team that could be solidified a little bit more just with the relics. I have geos that could be relicked that, that actually because of the Omicron are going to give me a ton of value. Now that I have the resistance and the first order stuff, I can work on them while I'm also relicking all these other teams, you know, like troopers. Troopers were gear 12 mostly. I can relic them. I can get some assault battle stuff. So there's always teams you can work on that aren't new unless you're 10, 11 million. I can I find. Don't know. I, I a would bunch argue of... there's a point where it makes more sense to go after Afra, who's not an acceler- or who's not accelerated, instead of getting a second bounty hunter team. Like there, are, there's definitely times where it's like right. But at what point are you at that? Because I don't even need a second bounty hunter team, and I'm seven million. Like yeah, I, at, at what point? It's, you know, it's mid game somewhere, somewhere between four and eight million, where you may consider start going after unaccelerated tunes because you already have all the good core teams. Uh, to to clarify too is is like there are times at mid game even even for me that I was like I'm gonna go after these unaccelerated tunes. It's just that you shouldn't do it constantly. It's fine to like split off and say okay I have a lot of stuff I can do but I need to do this unaccelerated one for whatever reason. It, it's you you volunteered for the guild. It's gonna help a roster whatever. It's it's like whatever. It's fine to do that sometimes, but if you keep doing that. You will continuously fall behind when there's stuff that you could do that's more efficient. So, for a specific example, for like right now, an example would be the Jedi Knight Cal Kestis uh, characters, right? None of them are accelerated. That's like the latest journey that came out. That's not a mm-hmm. GL. So, like, if you're not farming the Cal Kestis characters right now, what are you shard farming right now instead of that? Why would I be shard farming all the time? I'm mostly Cairo farming because I need to focus on Reva Kairos, which I have them, but that's 400 plus 300. And then now I have 100 plus 100 of each left over. I need to put uh, push up my troopers. I need to push up Sith Trio. I need to finish off um, uh, this, this, uh, what is this fucking team? I just had it right here. I need to finish off a couple of like small things like Han Solo, uh, or Captain Han Solo for the Sauna team. I just need to shine off little things along the way because I've been chasing journeys for so long that there's things I can do along the way. So it's not that you're, I, I get, you're chasing I get accelerated question, character shards. You're you're just spending it on a gear instead of shards, Mut, basically. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. It, because g- you will need more Kairos. You always need more. You will need more Kairos all the time, forever. I have 500 of each. That's pathetic. Reva's taking that. And then I have what? Nothing. So I need to keep farming Kairos while I'm, while I'm not farming. I don't have no reason to farm, like, Nisa right now. That's not going to help me. Kairos are going to help me. All right. But, it's not necessarily that it's bad to farm unaccelerated stuff. There is some stuff that you should farm that's unaccelerated. I, I farmed the Afrodroids unaccelerated because Ilum needed them for rope. And that was like the, the bullet I'm going to bite, whatever. Um, if something crazy brand new comes out and it's like, shit, we got to have this, and you're in one of those guilds, it's like, we got to have this, that's what you do. Yeah, and I think that, that actually might be the case for Cal and, and Seer coming up early next year. We're going to have people who... Other than the fact that it's it's a big benefit to the whole guild, there's not necessarily a specific reason to go after them, but 
Right. There are times that you should be going after unaccelerated tunes, but not in your first four million. And now, Absolutely. now, now and maybe not even in your first six million because that, <laughs> is early game is early game has has the the threshold for early to mid game changed now that these packs have come out? I don't think that the threshold has changed because, in my opinion, the threshold is of, is what you can participate in. Four million is when you can do hard conquests, and it's when you can do proving grounds, which is like the last thing you can participate in, right? You can do everything at four million. At four million, you should be in a guild that averages two hundred million, so you're doing rote even, right? But so to me, that's mid game. But like you said, like the GP is 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 wild now. Four million like, from from a week ago and four million from a year a year from now are not the same thing because yeah, you're going to have considerably shittier mods and you're going to have considerably less zetas and 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 uh, omicrons and uh, and omegas. You're you're yeah. going to have a more hollow roster. So four million now and four million a year from now is not the same thing. So t- that's kind of what I'm saying. Like for the amount that you can contribute like you might need to be 5 million instead of 4 million to do the same thing you could do with 4 million today. Right, and that's why I say that the only reason I consider mid game 4 million is based off of the events. You unlocked everything yeah, you can participate in now. Yeah, that's that's something now. that won't you know I mean? change is the fact that 4 million gets you to hard conquest and and proving ground. Right. So yeah, that's And and that that's really it. You've unlocked everything that you can now participate in. Before that you, you know, we say, or at least I say, 0 to 85 is a tutorial, 85 to 4 million is your early game, and then you've unlocked everything, now you can play the game. You're um, right. I mean, that, that maybe that just changes 1 to 4 million from, uh, from early game to tutorial. <laughs> exactly. And now, yeah, now you've started the fucking game, game at 4 million. Early game is, yeah, you're right. Early game is 4 to 6 million because that's when you start to actually get to play the full game. Right there you go. You're, I think that I think we've I think we've cracked the code, Vieras. Darth Venom went away. We cracked the code. We figured it out. So yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Like you're, it's it's unfortunate for a lot of guilds actually because they're gonna get people who feel like like it, it makes GP less worth worthwhile. Like GP is not not the the gate like it maybe it once was. And I mean, it, it's never been the only gate for us. We've always been looking at things like TW Omicrons and number of GLs and all that thing. But even number of GLs, people are going to sneak by that one too now. So <laughs> Well, I, you know what's funny is that I I didn't even consider this. And somebody, um, um, actually Han Tholo mentioned this today in, in Narshada. And he's like, at what point do we start requiring a GL to join Narshada? And I was like, damn, I, fuck, I, like we're we're... At, at the point where we're 4.5 million as an average, I was like, I guess we should already do that. But it's it's you don't think about it because the GP is so bloated at this point that 4 million without a G, GL is different than when we started. And when we started, it's like 4 million without a GL. It's like, what are you doing? Well, there is now you're 4 million without a GL. You're like, okay, cool. You got you got into the game. The only main thing that I really feel like that impacts is TW. Because yeah. in what what other game mode is there where you're counting number of GLs that you have available? Like, is there right. one? Like, no. Is there, is, it has is nothing there another game mode, mode where we're like, fuck, we can't do TB. Fuck, we can't do raids. <laughs> fuck, we can't do X because, Conquest? I mean, maybe maybe, maybe raids because you need a certain number of Jabas or a certain number of Leias or whatever. But, like, I think yeah. TW is the only game mode 
that gives a shit how many capital ships or GLs you have. And you have mm-hmm. to understand that if you're recruiting, you know, we just switched out a member, right? We just switched out a 9 million member with three GLs and one ship for a 9 million member with six GLs and one ship. That is essentially the opposite of bloating, right? We didn't gain any GP, mm-hmm. but we gained three GLs. That is the type of shit that matters for TW now. Like you can have yeah. a you can have a two hundred fifty million guild with fifty GLs, or you could have a two hundred fifty million guild with a hundred GLs. And which one of those is going to win in, in TW, even though they're the same GP? And right. that that that's really if you don't give a and shit. And that's about, what's frustrating about TW is that we've done such a good job with our, our our like we have we grow fast, but we've had a pretty good solid core of everything we had. And then we get bamboozled with some bull cone ass bullshit. Yeah. So re- my my final thought was just if you don't give a shit about TW, then you don't need to require GLs. That's really all yeah. it comes down to. If if the the only reason to require GLs is if you want to keep your TW streak going and you want to continue dominating TW. Otherwise, four million is four million when you're deploying it in fucking you know. Hmm. I think a part of it. I think a part of it might just be like you want to under you want this person to be competent in the game too like if you're six million gp and you don't have a, a gl it's like okay well what are you doing yeah <laughs> it's nice that you're six million but what what the fuck's going on here are you back venom yeah so we have one more question it's from tomcat uh we've covered it a little bit but who are the biggest winners and losers of these light speed bundles I think the loser is obvious. It's anybody who is committed to just not spending a cent of their money on this game, right? I mean, yeah, I'll if I'll you... talk about the losers if you guys want to talk about the winners, but but uh, yeah, obviously, free to play players are the losers here. They're they are fucked by this, and we kind of talked about yeah. that. Um, anybody who is uh, right below the three hundred and fifty million threshold in the guild that got bumped into the three hundred and sixty million <laughs> threshold and got absolutely butt raped in uh, TW, uh, they're they're a little bit of a loser on on one side of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's no real downside other than free to play. Uh, all the other all the other downsides, I think, have an uh, an opposing upside that's probably more valuable. We gained 25 million GP out of this. That that's an upside that I think is better than the the pounding that we're taking in TW right now. And honestly, we might not continue to take that pounding. We got a pity match. It sucked. Um, I don't I don't think that's the the, the It was outrageous. It, but that's not a common not, thing. It's it not going to happen absolute, every time. But we're we're definitely. It was just preposterous. We're going to go from winning. <laughs> 98% of our TWs probably to winning 90% of our TWs. We're going to lose one every 10 now, minimum probably. So mm. it's just something that is... But that was going to happen anyway. So all this did was yeah. accelerate us to that point. Um, and I think we're still going to come out with more droid brains because we're two tiers higher. Um, I I feel like, you know, long run, that's not going to impact us significantly other than the fact that we don't get to brag about our TW win streak anymore. <laughs> I, I honestly think the only major loser here is anybody who buys it and then quits the game because they're overwhelmed by it or anybody who's free to play. Yeah. That's my take. And, and for me, if if you are like, damn, this sucks for free to play, um, you, uh, you've always, 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 always been behind. Always. Because this is not a free to play game. It's a pay to win game that you're able to play for free. 
Yeah. That's it. It's never, ever been in your favor to be free-to-play. And just so you, just so you know that anytime you, you feel pride in that free-to-play, no one cares. And no one cares at all. All, all pay-to-win really means is it's, it's pay to spend less time. It, it's all it is. Like, all it is is like and, – and, and my philosophy is, is I, appro- I try to associate – what is this value to me? $10 for a Ray Pack that gives me all these R5 characters – I can't get a fucking number one at Taco Bell for $10, okay? But I saved six months of farming relics and Kairos for Ray for $10. That's the equivalent of a Chalupa, all right? (laughs) You can Chalupa a Ray. It's great. Taco Company. Taco Company. So so to me, the only losers here are the people that, that feel like they have some kind of like, there's, I, I'm making a stand. You, you, you play to pay to win the game anyway. Like, for, I haven't spent money on this game. I spent twenty dollars this year before these packs, and it was on two conquest passes. And I had no intention of spending money. Why would I spend money? I don't need to spend money. There ain't nothing worth spending money. Bam! These packs come out, and I had to rethink my entire philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a board again, free to play. Nuh-uh. This pack is $10, and you get a bunch of R5s. I was like, forgive me, RNG Jesus, for I have sinned. And I spent the fuck out of that money. Because, <laughs> god damn, dude, $40 for, for like, I saved, I saved a year's worth of work. More than that. 18 months, You probably. know, man, I saved so much. And, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like 40 I know that we're not all in the same, like, paper. Everybody's got their own kind of money. But, like, it, the value was there. And it was just, it didn't matter if, if, there's no loser here. CG did a good job. Yeah, I'll, I'll save us the time of talking about who the winners are. Who are the winners? Anyone who bought the pack. Anyone. And CG. They did a good job. I'm pissed at CG for a month and a half so bad that I was like, fuck this fucking stupid game. And then they sp- they put out these packs and I was like, I love you guys. <laughs> I don't really I don't really love them, but I was like, shit, I'm buying these packs. I'm giving them my money because the, it's good. It's good value, and it's good for the health of the game. The winner is the game, because we really need the the like people to be pushed away from the old stuff and allow them to play. I it is it is difficult to overstate how screwed you are if you are free to play though. Like this isn't the same as stuff they've done in the past, because it's always been like if you're free to play, you're gonna be behind, right? You're not gonna catch up to spenders, but this is this is different. Um, I mean, we saw that probably what two thirds of people in the Senate bought these packs. I know that um, um, Star Wars Dad ran a poll during one of his live streams, and it was the day after um, they came out, and it was um, I think it was Have you bought one of these packs, or are you going to buy at least one pack? And it was eighty percent yes. So absolutely, yeah, if absolutely. If you're free to play, like whatever division you're in now, you are buried there. If you're in Bronzium, you will never get out of Bronzium. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. You will never get out of Bronzium. And I think there there are people that that is going to drive them away, but I think it's not even close to the amount of people that Yeah. But does CG give benefits. a shit if the, they're driving yeah, away Yeah, CG doesn't give paying. a fuck about <laughs> well, those people. They do. Oh no, we lost like 0.1 The amount of people that spend and play this game is much higher. 
than the free to play. Like it's it's probably an outrageous amount of people like that spend on this game. Even if it's ten dollars a year, they people spend money. Well, they're gonna they're going to have lost a lot of second accounts as well because I personally deleted my second account that I've had for. Did you spend money on it? Uh, on the hyperdrive bundle originally, I did. Okay, so they don't give a Wait, fuck. You, you already your, spent money. You deleted Who your gives a shit? That was an officer in Yavin. It is retired. So let me tell you about 2023 and and what I did on that account in 2023. I farmed Ray, <laughs> and not not even joking. The day before these packs were released, so the day that it leaked out, like that evening, what was happening, was the day I finished the uh, the Lando ship seven stars nice. and was ready for the Radis event so that I could unlock my ray. And I saw the packs. I'm like, no, I mean, I spend, I, I spend a lot on the game, but what I, did CG I don't lose. I don't spend on two accounts. Right. Yeah. So that's what I mean. They're going to lose engagement, right. From these like second accounts. People are like, no, it's not worth my time anymore. But overall, I think the, um, what they're gaining from it is, is a lot greater than that. So are you now yeah. officially all in on Ilum finally? Yes, I, I have one account. I'm not gonna do like I I don't see a point in doing free to play accounts when that is sort of like the the catch up economy is all about spend, right? Because there's not a there's not a challenge there like what I'm gonna spend 18 months to get SLKR and Ray and then they release another GL like there's just I don't see enjoyment out of that or at least you know for me I don't think it's worth my time anymore to continue to do that. It must be nice to be able to not have to play your second account. Yeah, it is, let me tell you. It's it's very nice. I don't want to play Wookiee anymore, but I have so many fucking platoon characters on that account that I have to. <laughs> you would have to pass it off to somebody. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. It might happen at some point. I mean... I'm, like, not hmm. into it at all. I don't even play Conquest. I have two on... accounts and two guilds, and I'm a GL in one. I don't so even play Conquest on Wookiee anymore. I'm just I'm I don't know I do the bare minimum I I sometimes get tickets, sometimes. All right, so final <laughs> final thoughts on the packs. Buy them, you dumbass. Yeah, when this comes out, you'll have a couple days left to get it. Um, I mean, absolutely. Like, if you don't buy these packs, then you don't want to play this game. That's fine. Don't play. Uh, I, my final thought is actually pretty fucking hilarious, if I don't say so myself, which is. We had a, a character, a, a player in our guild named Absolute Free to Play, who has yes. now changed their name to Regrettably Pay to Play, <laughs> which I think is fucking hilarious. Uh, it's it feels so good to get that free to play player the fuck out of our guild. So, <laughs> no, I I mean I mean to pull him over to the dark side rather, yes. the right side. Yes, we have cookies. Look, I mean, I think Min phrased it up. Uh, some episode long ago when he said, you waste your whole goddamn life playing this game anyways, like, you can toss him $20 a year, okay? That's like, it, man. What the fuck? It ain't bad. To, it's, it's, the value is there. It's so worth it. Just, come on, like... Bottom line is, even if you're not going day. to farm those characters now, this saves you a ton of fucking time later by the packs. You, you, even if you have the the mental capacity to be able to sit on not farming Ray and Slicker for a year or however long you were going to wait to farm them anyway, buy it now because it makes them yeah. that much easier later. 
Or I, I'm, I'm even I'm even saying excluding the Star Killer pack. I get that one's a little expensive. I I, I might buy it too, but like. It's it's not a bad value, but the other one's like, come on, dude, ten dollars. You can't get a number one for ten dollars. Like, you can buy this. You can skip lunch that day. It's all right. You don't even have to mow ten lawns like you did with the hyperdrive bundle. You only have to mow like two lawns. If that, five dollars a lawn. What 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 <laughs> lawns are getting? I'm just you, in this I'm economy. Going, I'm going on, in this economy, Fiera. I'm going on the lawn it? rates from when I was a teenager. This is a thirty dollar lawn mowing season. All right, you're gonna mow a lawn and be able to buy Radis and Ray. It's not 1997 anymore. God damn, my lawn. I wish my lawn guy was five dollars, but I'd have fucking grass all over my walls. I'd have ten lawn guys. <laughs> Here I was thinking I was overpaying my lawn guy, but apparently I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. I had a, I had the greatest lawn guy. It was 25 bucks a week. He was 187 years old. I loved him. <laughs> um, then he died. That's died out do. on the lawn. Yeah, I, I was like, this is sad. And I still owed him like 40 dollars. If your um, lawn so like, guy dies on your lawn, are you allowed to throw him into your uh, compost bin? Um, no, that's um, pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so I got a new lawn guy, obviously, because my lawn was getting terrible, and I ain't mowing that shit. Uh, but then I come home one day, and there's this old Hispanic lady and this um, younger Hispanic lady waiting outside my house. And they're like, hey, do you remember Ciro? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what happened? She's like, he died, but you owe us $40. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, hold on, I'll write a check. <laughs> So I wrote him a check, and I was like, this is sad, but like... You helped pay for the funeral. See you later, I guess. Yeah. You know, it was such a sad, like... But anyway, great lawn guy. Um, He got his 40 bucks out of me. He had a bad case of natural causes. Man, he just, he was outside all the time. He was great, dude. I gave him a bonus every year for Christmas. I don't know who gives bonuses to their lawn guy. I, I was like, here's 100 extra dollars, you know? You know, like, it's just, I like you. Got to treat your people right, you know. All right. Does everybody have their Easter baskets ready to go on an egg hunt? Oh, shit. Is that what time it is? I thought we were at the end. It's time for... This will be short. I don't have too many left at this point. All the good ones have been taken out. You left with the fucking, like, black licorice and shit in the, in the Easter egg basket. <laughs> Circling the so, drain of uh, <laughs> Easter egg content. And uh, in in the spirit of uh, Scurvy not being here, but, like, in the spirit of Scurvy, I, I actually... I don't remember which ones of these I already said, so I might be repeating. <laughs> so um, here's a good one. Uh, did you know, and I think I've talked about this one outside the podcast. I don't think I've actually said it on air yet. But did you know, and this is not no longer the case because uh, there's there's new content out that has changed this. But during the main movies um, that Leia is in, do you know that Leia and uh, Obi-Wan never met? Hold on. Now that has changed. That's totally. Since, that has changed. But no, 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 no. The they show. did never meet, but they did have a moment where they could have seen each other. That's true. They were like, it was when uh, Obi Wan yeah. was fighting Vader, right? And they ran yes. to the ship past him. Yeah, she might have glanced over and seen him. That's it. But she's other than in the Obi Wan show, and potentially if you count like when she was born and Obi Wan was in the room, they've never right. been in the room and they've never had a conversation until right. until the Obi Wan right. show. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about it now, and you know what? You're right. Um, absolutely. That's cool. Uh, All yeah. right. Bullshit ass fucking show. You lied to me. <laughs> you thought you knew Obi Wan. Uh, this one's great. <laughs> um, 
Did you know that Grand Moff Tarkin was the first leader in the history of Alderaan to reduce employment to zero, unemployment to zero? He was a leader of Alderaan? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Say that again. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you almost jumped the gun on that one. Tarkin was the first leader in the history of Alderaan to reduce unemployment to zero. Ah, shit! It took me a second. <laughs> oh. oh, that was fucking fantastic. He but was, uh, he, he was a great leader. Yeah, I he mean, was a great grand moth. He's not about uh, wasting resources. Absolutely not. He'll fucking blow that shit out Just of kidding. here. He wasted the shit out of those people. <laughs> Spoiler All right. alert. Um, so yeah, for those of you who didn't know that uh, he was trying to find all love in all Duran places. All right. Um, this one's interesting. I didn't know this one, but and I, I'm act- I honestly like I feel like I have to go back and watch rewatch it because I did not notice this when I watched The Mandalorian. But did you know, and, and it, it, obviously there's, it's infrequent when um, Pedro Pascal has taken his helmet off in The Mandalorian, but when he does, mm-hmm. his eyes are always looking directly forward. He doesn't use peripheral vision at all because he's so used to always wearing a helmet that when he takes his helmet off, instead of like looking his eyes to the left or right, he turns his entire head left or right to look at things. Does the Mando Whoa. helmet not have peripheral? What a fucking terrible design. It doesn't. That is an important part <laughs> of your sight. So yeah, he if, like, if, he basically like stays in character the whole time when he takes his helmet off and he looks or he looks around with his head instead of his eyes. So that's cool that he's able to do that, but that just solidifies even further that in my belief that the Mandalorians are morons. <laughs> They should be Morandalorians because everything that I learn about the Mandalorians makes me think of them as idiots more. You you wear a helmet that reduces your vision? Are you stupid? What warrior race are you? That's pretty I dumb. Mean, I mean, that's not a new thing, right? Like knights in the old days had the same thing. It's it's head protection. You give up you give up vision for protection. Okay, great point, Fieris. Thank you. That was valid. Um, it's I, it, we're in the future. <laughs> yeah. We have scanners. This we have laser beams this and bolts. A, this is a long, long time swords. ago in a galaxy far away. <laughs> You're right, right. I'm sorry. This is the past future. Yeah, man, you idiot. <laughs> God damn, I need to watch the movies again. But for real, they got all this crazy Technology, and they're like, the first thing I'm doing is I'm putting on a helmet that I can't take off, and I can't look left. And That's I can't why look all right. their rockets and shit are heat seeking because they can't fucking see what they're shooting at. Man, I, I mean, thank you once again for revalidating the point that Mandalorians are dumb as <laughs> shit. This is the dumbest race in the galaxy. <laughs> That's pretty dumb. All right, fucking um, idiots. I'll do one more, and I can't remember if I did this one already. But did you know that uh, Obi Wan was granted the rank of Jedi Knight early, before he received the Jedi Knight training, because he was the first Jedi to defeat a Sith in over a thousand years. I knew. That he was the first to defeat a Sith in over a thousand years. I did not know that was why he was granted Jedi Knight. Do you know? Did they do you like take it away like from him when I they said, found out Moth lived? I was about to say, <laughs> do, you, do you like how I said defeat and not kill? 
because yeah. you know, because lightsabers aren't fatal anymore. So correct. No, no, you don't die from lightsabers. That's ridiculous. It's just a boo boo. Yeah, it just cauterizes you real well. <laughs> oh, that's just a flesh wound. Um, no, but I did know he was the first because they were like, oh, we haven't. There's no way. There's the Sith. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson told me multiple times the Sith have been gone. There's no way. I I love that. And we didn't talk about this in the Ahsoka discussion, but we we can talk about it now because I want to just mention how in all Star Wars, the good guys are the dumbest pieces of shit in the whole fucking universe. Yeah. There's never been anyone stupider. Why is it that every time, and I think you've mentioned this before, Fieras, why is it that every time a bad guy shows up, there's always somebody that's really important that's like, nuh-uh. That's not true. <laughs> Bitch, how many times you gotta be killed by a hundred lightsabers? How many times we have have an empire? Damn, man, the Star Wars people gotta get some brains. They're dumb. They're just so fucking stupid. Yeah, we were talking last uh, episode about lore-accurate kits. And I have to say, Hermit Yoda not having a leader ability is incredibly lore-accurate because, like, <laughs> Imagine being the dude that's in charge of the just you. Ha- how many Jedi were there? Hun- hundreds of Jedi, right? Like five, <laughs> so five, many. There are five hundred of Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> You're the leader many. of a group of five hundred Jedi, and all you have to do is kill two Sith, and you fuck it up somehow. Yeah, you lose. Yeah. No, yeah, I would go into hiding too. You. Yeah. So no I leadership have, for I, Yoda. And maybe maybe I've missed maybe you guys have a good answer to this, but how is it like? There are many situations where it feels like there were more than two Sith, right? Like, okay, so the rule like that's of like, two. I feel like that's not really a rule as much as a guideline. And the rule of two <laughs> is like upon. for the primary Sith, right? <laughs> the Sith were a race, and there are people that are dark side. And try to claim to be Sith, but they're not true Sith or some shit. The Sith and the rule of two started with Bane. Is this kind of like how like yeah. Jewish is a race and a religion? Yeah, kind of like that. Not really about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, we can so make my, any my kind two, of metaphor we examples. want. Probably not a good time, given world events, to be calling. Uh, I don't parallels mean, between the world I mean, I wasn't, the Sith. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not but, saying that. I'm just saying that there's a parallel between having different types of classifications from the same word. But yeah, right. So like the rule of two is supposed to be like that's what we are for strength and the dominance of like the Sith, and you can only get stronger with the continue. I think that's like the primary rule. But the Sith was a race. Yeah. At one point, so somebody can still be Sith and not be part of the rule of two. Which is absolute horseshit and makes no sense. I'm not trying to justify okay, that. Okay, so, so here's, is... my, here's my, my point, or I guess here's my example. You have Darth Sidious, you have Palpatine, you have whatever the fuck. Dude no, that looks like he's in a whale chair, but hey, he comes back better later. And I don't, you know who I'm talking about. Sith Eternal. That's the guy. Junior Galactic Legend C, that guy. Um, Those are so all he, the same people. I know. Yeah, I know. So I was like, that's a long list of the I, same I, I motherfucker. Was just <laughs> taking a long time to explain who I was talking about in case it wasn't clear. So that guy, he he is he a Sith? He's the Sith. Okay. So he had underneath him Dooku. Yeah. What but, a Duke. 
but also he was trying to replace Dooku with Anakin, but also Maul was there. So who are the two? So Maul was the original of the two. He was the original princess. Dooku had nothing to do with Sidious at the time. If you, in Tales of the Jedi, you can see that that Dooku was a Jedi for a long time before he went to Sidious. Yeah, but like so, Maul was his apprentice, and once Maul stopped being the apprentice, okay, because he got the choppy and the halfy. Um, <laughs> He found a new apprentice, which was he converted Dooku over to turn him to Sidious, and he replaced Sidious with <laughs> Vader. But the whole point is, is that the, 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 the rule of two is supposed to be that the guy at the top has to be killed by the guy at the bottom. Otherwise, you can, like, you... So when Maul came back, stays. what happened? Was it like, like Sidious's ex-wife so came back So when Maul came back... And was back, alimony? Like, what, what's that? No. What's that so about? So when Maul came back, that's what's so fucking cool. Maul went to go take over Mandalore with Savage, which Savage ended up being Dooku's apprentice because he went to go find somebody other than Asajj, and he went to Dathomir, which Savage is where he got... He got him from Dathomir, and Savage is like, yeah, betrayal, blah, 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 blah. Darth Maul and Savage try to take over, and then Palpatine, or Sidious, found out about this shit, and so he showed up in the Clone Wars and fucked their life up. Yeah. Went and beat the shit out of them. Beat them into the dirt. Slapped them into the ground, said, y'all's my bitch. You ain't no Sith. Use a hoe. So... And then he left. So is the rule of two means like there has to be a master and an apprentice, but there can be more than one master and apprentice? There's a master and an apprentice, but the apprentice can be replaced and the apprentice is intended to kill the master. But but at, so he but can, at a certain point, there were two masters and two apprentices. Which one was the second master? Maul. No, 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 because he wasn't Sith at this point. He oh, has, he he has become the Spider-Man. He's recovering Sith. Yeah, 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 he's he's moved on. He's, he's a just a dark. Sith. That's why that's why Maul in the game is an unaligned Force user. He's not Sith he's any longer. He's a born again Ma- Mandalorian. There you go. Oh, that explains. <laughs> and him and because he still has the power because he's from Dathomir. What if Dathomir... a ten dollar Sith pack came out and he bought it? Is he still born again or is he not? I mean, everyone's a sinner, baby. You know, <laughs> people ask me that. They said, "What? You bought the pack?" I said, "Look." I am a sinner. That's all I can say. We're all sinners. Sometimes you sin. Jesus died. Aaron Jesus died on the swaggle cross for us. This really feels like. This really this, feels like this whoever. Still one monotheist religion we haven't pissed off in this episode. So. <laughs> Let's piss one of them off. Which one are we left? This really oh. feels like someone is just like this rich guy with like a horse ranch, and he just doesn't want anybody else's horses to be able to be called champagne, and so he makes a rule <laughs> that uh, has to be adopted by everyone else that I am the only one who can call myself a Sith. Yes, exactly. Well, I think if you watch the super sequels of the Super Greatness, um, you'll see that the Sith, um, the true Sith, continues to flow into the next true Sith. So Sidious was the embodiment of all the Sith. Which is supposedly oh, a God. Sith thing, but then also Rey is the embodiment of all the Jedi, which makes no sense because I thought the Jedi was supposed to be separate and that the Sith is different. But you know, the Sith were all insidious, and then he came back and he's like, mm. I'm a zombie, and somehow. I'm still all the Sith somehow. 
So, I mean, the thing is, is that he was the true all the Sith. If other people called themselves all the Sith, he would know because he's like, nah, because like, like I am, and you're not. So it's like having a knockoff sneaker brand. It's not. It's he's not. Mikey. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes so much more sense now. Uh, thank you for clarifying that. So that made no damn. sense to me whatsoever. I, I, hold on, hold on. There's really? only two people who can work at Nike. Everybody else has to be Reebok. Duh. It exactly. Fiera, see, he understands Darth Venom. Keep up. All right. Uh, do we have any? Oh, you, whoa. Who's who's gonna talk about iPods? Yeah, we we don't we didn't talk about who's gonna cover Scurvy's benchmarks. So Shit. this is awkward. Uh, hey, if you if you want to support the show, give us a go to five a star review. Go to the seven stars reviews on the zooms, <laughs> wherever you listen. But mostly the zooms. If you want to get a roster review someday, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> but you can pretend we'll do it, and you can go submit it, and then we'll look at it because that channel's white. And then we'll like look at another just, channel. Just just so your expectations are set, we might be doing roster reviews, but it won't be this year. Well, Mm-mm. you know, Mm-mm. that's Mm-mm. something maybe Mm-mm. two people could do. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We'll, yeah, we'll, you. We'll talk about it. We'll figure Mm-mm. out a way. But yeah, Mm-mm. five star review. Mm. Seven, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Seven star review. There you go. He's figured it out. He knows the numbers. On uh, on Apple Podcasts on uh, on your uh, or Zoom podcast yeah did Zoom have po- were podcasts a thing when there was a Zoom times yeah thinks I don't know I I didn't do Zoom or podcast did we so. even have electricity back then <laughs> no that was when we used water wheels for everything <laughs> uh have you guys heard Google of, it um you guys heard of this thing called uh, bad lip reading. I, you know, I, I tell you this every time. I, I, I mean to look it up, but the only thing I've found is good lip reading. What is bad lip reading? Bad lip reading is a YouTube channel where some fellows oh. go and uh, rewrite some stuff that more matches what the lips of the people in the content looks like they're saying, but they make it funny. Is it is it funny? Wow, they should take that to the bank because that was a great explanation. Wow, I feel like I was there. Yeah, I am there right now. Yeah, and 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 more more importantly, it, they are the people who created the bad lip reading song uh, "Seagull Stop It Now" featuring Yoda, uh, which is our outro music. And they are, are uh, we are gracious uh, or thankful for the fact that they allowed us to use that. They're remarkable. They're awesome. Yeah. Go watch the, that's that's a time of YouTube that like. Is Let's timeless. be honest. If it's, you haven't fucking gone and looked up lip reading by now or bad lip reading by now, like what what are you really doing with your life? What are you? Who are what you? What episode are, is this? Episode seventeen. I don't even fucking know it what is. episode we're in. I don't know, but you are if too many episodes into this shit to not have gone looking. I've told up. you sixteen times to go check out bad lip reading, and if you haven't Ridiculous. yet, I'm super disappointed in you, and you should be. Yeah, we're all disappointed. You should be ashamed of yourself. Especially Think about since that. you're sitting there just like scrolling through your roster, not not doing anything. Just looking at all those resistance tunes, you have no <laughs> yeah. idea how they work. Yeah, yep. and with the, with no mods and fucking no zetas. Good, good Not a zeta that. to be found. Your inefficient ass hasn't planned on anything. Go listen to these fucking bad lip reading and have a good time. Also, while you're at it, if you are in the uh, 
in the uh, in the need, I guess, for any uh, awesome digital artwork, uh, you should check out Swamp Witch Kate Nick, which is katenickarcher.com. Uh, and she does great uh, digital artwork. It's not free, but it's awesome. And it's the artwork that we use for uh, our podcast. So check her it's out. It's magnificent. Nothing free is magnificent, okay? Other than me. And, uh, yeah, that's that's all I've got. Anybody else got you, anything? You know what? I got a shout-out. If you are listening to this go on and on and on, and you have not listened to the Tribe Talks podcast, go check that out, because... Uh, in their last episode, they shouted out us along with uh, Gambit and Hollow Table. Oh, nice. Who, so, the, who uh, is this? Really? Uh, Tribe Talks. This is Scribe Gaming's podcast. And it's the only other podcast that is sort of formatted like us, where it's not kit reads or anything. It's just a couple idiots sitting around talking about the game. Huh. Okay. I will check that out myself. What's up, yeah. Scrap um, Gaming? And- as long as we're doing, as long as we're doing some shoutouts, um, based off of all the Lightspeed bundles and everything that's coming out, um, go check out Calvin Awesome's channel. He has posted multiple videos on what to do with all your new shit, Zeta orders, how to team them up. Um, give him, you know, he's 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 a friend of the show. He's also just, you know, good good content creator. Go go give him, go to his Discord. Man. And, I know we're I know we're trying to wrap on, up here, but on. I read I read something Man. about Calvin Awesome is not doing some some sort of content anymore. Does that ring a bell? Uh, I think he's stopping no. his podcast. Yeah, he's he, oh he's, he's stopping his podcast. That. Okay. Yeah, and then somebody was mentioning something about it. We'll look into it. Um, obviously, like I don't know what it's about really. We'll we'll look at it, but I guess he's stopping some podcasts. But he's putting out a lot of good content about roster building lately, and I think that's where his focus really lies. Um, right now, so um, with all these, you know, Lightspeed bundles, he's he's a really good source of content. So this reminds me, um, in our next episode, we're at least gonna have the nominations for the Swago Awards. So we're gonna have an end of year awards for the community mm. and the game. We're gonna have two um, of them. <laughs> so, Min, um, is it on brand for us to do like the uh, most handsome content creator of the year? Would that be a good uh, category? I mean, I'm already on the top, but if we want to exclude me, we can do yeah, that. Yeah, mo- most handsome non, non-GOZ podcaster. Because I'm obviously number one. I like mean, this. did you see Calvin in the, the video with the He looks suit? good. He's he looks good. With the tie. You see that? But video? you see, there's, there's a, a bit of riz that comes with Minalius. <laughs> so we are doing two different. different things. There are going to be two more episodes this year <laughs> where we're gonna we're gonna be doing um uh, individually. One is uh, Darth Venom's going to be hosting the Swago Awards, which is us choosing some awards for things like most handsome uh, content <laughs> creator in the community. And well, now we, we have to do it. Decided a single fucking thing yet? <laughs> that's the first thing that's it. been decided now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's just an example. It's going to be things that we are voting on and sharing our picks with you, and then we're going to do a fan favorite uh, awards for the year, where we're going to let you guys vote on your favorite things, uh, maybe like favorite bottom of the backpack or uh, favorite. Uh, I don't know, repeated content. I don't know, whatever the fuck. I had I had some good ideas the other day, and I can't think of them off the top of my head. But we're going to let you guys vote on your favorite moments of this year uh, as they relate to our podcast. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're going to do a couple fun. of those. It'll be fun. 
join the Discord. I'm going to make a channel for the Swago Awards and put in your suggestions for uh, categories and nominees. And we'll get it rolling. Everybody can vote. It'll be a good time. Yeah, we should do that with both of them. I'll do that with both. Um, it'll be fun. We're going to have good times with that. And uh, yeah, we look forward to it. And we're probably going to move into some more Swago content soon. We might take a little bit of a different time schedule soon. But um, Ahsoka was great. It was a lot of fun. Maybe we'll do another like hiatus for another show when they come out. But, you know, we're going to try to move back into some Swago stuff as well. Uh, I think a lot of stuff has changed for the game. And I think we need to, uh, you know, just see what, else, what other content we can put out for Swago. As well as moving into whatever next is, which might be Acolyte. That'll be fun. Yep. Well, I guarantee you after, between when we are recording this and when it's going to release, there's going to be a road ahead and we're going to be a road ahead of content behind everybody else. So that'll be fun. Yeah. You know, I think that the delayed amount of podcast, the, the delayed timing for the podcast, we can't help. So that's just what it's going to be. All right. Final All right. thoughts. Um, Asako was good. Go watch it. Buy the Lightspeed Bundle. What are you, poor? You know what You know what scene came to mind when I was thinking about this whole ridiculous week last week? Um, <laughs> like, I imagine they just had those bundles, like, sitting around, just waiting. Like, they've, I, I want to imagine they've been ready for, like, six months. They're just sitting there hmm. waiting. Dude, and they've been ready I... for two years. <laughs> they were waiting, like, like okay. <laughs> Everything's okay, and I know we piss people off with Inquisitors, but they're they're good. They're good. You know, let's give them Jabba. Jabba came out. Oh, they're fat. They're happy. And then they pissed us off. Some... But then shit just wasn't working over and over, and they're like, oh, God. I think it's the moment, guys. Yeah, I imagine. This is the moment, guys. It's like the first scene in The Hangover where he calls from the, pa- from the phone. He's just like, listen, we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, how would it feel... If we gave, oh God, hold on. How would it feel if we gave you Ray <laughs> for like ten dollars? We love you, kid. <laughs> we like and, and like, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I was so fucking mad. At, I was at the point of this game after conquest and all the fucking failures. I was like, why do I even fucking bother? <laughs> This is a piece of shit. CG sucks. I was so mad. And then these packs came out, and I was still, like, for a day, like, nah, fuck you. Fuck you, motherfuckers. And then I looked at the packs again, like, harder. And I was like, god damn it. I was thinking more <laughs> something real simple from Final Thoughts, but that was that was a good thought. Uh, my thought is <laughs> well, a sandwich fine. isn't necessarily a hot dog, but a hot dog is a sandwich. I will not discuss this stupid fucking conversation. Well... My final thought, then, um, I'm not... Actually, I will. Oh, oh, go ahead. We have words for a reason. Hot dogs are hot dogs. Hot sandwiches dogs are, are sandwiches. also sandwiches. Nope. There's not, dogs there's no are dogs, and dogs are pets. There, dogs are animals. No need dogs for are stupid by conversations. Our, our we like to categorize Nobody things. has ever said, give me that sandwich, and meant, <laughs> give me that hot dog. That is a stupid conversation for stupid shit. Anybody that asks that question, I disagree with. Uh, fuck off! We have words for a reason! Anyway, and what do you have to say to Oh, um, I'm not gay, but Zeta Mats are Zeta Mats. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying. 20 Zeta Mats are 20 Zeta Mats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. how are you going to get a Zeta without that? 
If anybody wants to buy Darth Venom 20 Zeta Mats, he'll take you out to dinner. And he I'm might not put paying. <laughs> yeah, he ain't paying him that. Yeah, he'll he'll, go, he'll go to else. dinner with you if you want to drive to uh, whatever. Take me to McDonald's. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> fucking nowhere. Take him to Taco Company. Like that. Like that.